Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, say, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. Ninjabling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to ninjabling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Pseudo Show Podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels, not the shaft. Online at ninjabling.com. Rizzuto. Rizzuto. The Rizzuto Jeff, where do I go? You go right there to E-Mart. I was trying to explain to somebody yesterday that it's not we're not soft. It's not like, oh, all of our food is gone. It was just a really cool kitchen. I mean, if you wanted a cliff bar or a three musketeers, you could go in there Mm -hmm. and get one. Hey, we got Twizzlers. Let me check the E-Mart. Damn right we do. And it was like shelving at a Walmart or something. Like there were several of them stocked, and you just get it, you scan it, I and mean, you go. I mean, drinks, and uh, hey, you want a cup of noodle, Jeff? Yeah. Sure, I'd, that'd be All great. All right, I'll get you one. Thanks, man. Walk down to the E-Mart, pull it off the shelf, you scan it, you have like uh, your account. You have money in your account, your thumbprint. You have a thumbprint thing. <gasps> I was supposed to put my thumb on that? What happened to the, oh man, what happened to the money in the account? Hmm. That's a great question. I oh. spent all mine. I did not because I, oh, I knew yeah, I knew the day question. was coming. I knew the I, day was coming. I still coming. probably got about six bucks in there. Oh, I got something. You better give me six bottles of water. <laughs> <laughs> they were still making sales. Yeah, things were things were a bit pricey. 
A bit. I always, I always said you, you pay for the convenience. Yep. Ah, cool. Here's one of those 25-cent pack of uh, double mint gum for $4. All right. Now, the gum was reasonable. I think the gum was reasonable. It was like you say. You say the gum was reasonable, but those are twenty five cents, and it was a dollar. That's not reasonable. That was a dollar. Yeah, look that's not reasonable. Money bags. <laughs> not look at this guy bags. over here. I do. Look, I, well, I know, like the energy drinks. Like you want a little can of Red Bull, that'll run you four, four, four and a quarter. But uh, unceremoniously, that that was removed. That whole that whole thing. Yeah, we were all given uh, we were given a whole bunch of warning of uh, no zero way. hours. <laughs> all the snacks, all the beverages gone. We do have our coffee supply back, which is good. Yeah, that is. Uh, and then we I do. Just, yeah, didn't they start the coffee? I thought we brought our own coffee in. It's, yeah, we've been yeah, using. That's yeah, that's what you meant. We've been using the the gifts that. Uh, yeah, Thomas coffee dropped off a bunch, right? Yeah, Thomas, well, Thomas dropped coffee. off some, and then uh, Sean, friend friend of the show, Sean yeah. dropped off some uh, Dunkin' Donuts. Right. Coffee. I thought I was told that they were starting the uh, no the yeah. coffee supply again. I don't know if they're starting it again, but a box magically appeared one day. Oh, there is a box. Here? Oh, okay, yeah. Great. So okay, I think it was a secret cool. stash they hid away. Uh-huh. Cool. Like a, a newer box? Mm. Yeah, yeah, when they, when they dropped it off, yes. they, they go <sighs> and yeah. blow all the dust off of it. So. I'm thinking it came by like a you know a, a, a airplane, a cargo plane came by and dropped it out <laughs> with a parachute. That's not true. It'd like been, rations. It had been taken already. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, there's a supply drop. We need toilet paper. <laughs> like Jeff throws a flare <laughs> and is down on the ground waving his arms like over here, and then. Da, 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 and then the supply plane drops the coffee. Well, we do have a bunch of logs out in the parking lot, sh- fashioned into help. Yeah, yeah. It is a We're shame. still down here, guys. It's a shame when they do blow over to the highway, they only land on forty. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> it's a and mess. We send Scott out there to go get it, play Frogger. <laughs> and then uh, this morning, they take uh, Moon and King Scott's printer. <laughs> like that's gone. What, what what was considered your printer? Where the was it? The one down in well, the other studio. Remember that printer's gone. Then that printer disappeared. And then no, that one's already been gone. We're talking about the copy machine printer out there that we had. Oh, in the corner. To. Yeah, that's oh, gone. the big gone. boy in the corner. Yep, gone. I didn't even notice. Gone. Wow. It, it was in the middle of the show yesterday. So now Moon has to send me stuff, so I could print it out. Ah, oh, I could set you up on a printer. <laughs> one of the few. That oh, yeah, yeah, oh, well, I guess we got a new Ooh, IT wow. guy over there. We, we tried. <laughs> I mean, I've been I've been the one that kind of uh, attacked the IT program uh, problems that we've had since this place has become a desert and since. That has not gone unnoticed. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> I mean, for a while there. That has not gone unnoticed. For a while there, every single morning when you log into your computer, you go, up, oh, I got to remap this entire thing. I have to basically, oh, what am I running, DOS over here? And you just start typing things. I just things. asked you to write things down, and you did. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> About to submit a tech ticket next time? <laughs> to me, yes. Well, listen, we're still here. They're saying maybe our new um, our new target date to get into the new studios will be sometime in July, twenty nineteen. Oh, really? We got pushback. I always yeah, well, thought it was July. I thought I always mean, thought it was beginning well, of July. The, the, originally, it was June eleventh. Yeah, it was June. Yeah, it was June eleventh was the that, original target. That was that was the original target yeah, yeah, date, though. Then it got pushed to July. Then they said, "Oh, good news! Probably the uh, second to you know third week of June." It was pushed up again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've just always I mean, assumed it was going to be after. tattooed on me. Well, that's your <laughs> mistake. I've always thought that it was going to be after the fourth. 
After the 4th of July. Uh, originally target date, June 11th, 2018. Oh, man. Either Not way, you guys, are gonna, you guys are going to let me know when we're moving. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Okay. Of course. Of course. Yeah. yeah. First day <laughs> that uh, you leave your house, you better leave at 1 a.m. because you're going to probably come here first and then go there. Oh, you think I'm going to do that? Yes. That's not nice at all. But probably true. Yeah, but it's not nice to say. <laughs> <laughs> I might. Wait, do we're that. moving? I'm going up to uh, going up to the new office today to go check on progress and do other stuff too. I know it's not why I'm just going up there, but otherwise I'll I'll peek behind the plastic curtain. Mm-hmm. So uh, what's going on here, fellas? Building a studio, huh? You can put your hand in the cement. Handprints, yeah. Yeah. And you go, and you are. Yeah, this is going to be uh, going to be our place. Going to be doing some broadcasting out of here, guys. Mm-hmm. Professional radio. broadcaster on deck now. Uh huh. So we'll see. I know King Scott was up there last week. Took a picture. Yeah, yeah it's coming in nice. It is, and uh, the best part was there's wet paint signs everywhere, and still one person decided to <laughs> lean against one of the walls while we we're there. I'm like, okay, <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> oh God, I gotta play this. I gotta play this audio. Remember our uh, last? Uh, it was last week, maybe the week before. We were talking about how hotel pools are disgusting. Yeah, mm-hmm. just rife with bacteria. Yeah, and it's mostly because people with diarrhea. Are going into the pool. Sorry. Not not going in the pool. Not like, you know, making a duty in the pool. Getting but in. Getting yeah. in yeah. the pool when they right. have some kind of stomach infection, stomach bug. And all the chemicals, all the chemicals in the world cannot kill this stuff. So you might as well be swimming in duty soup. Mm. I mean, I'd okay, still I'm rather sorry. choose the pool, but. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry, but that's that's what it is. It is what it is. And that's according to the CDC. I mean, they didn't use the term duty soup. I am using that term, but <laughs> right. they say it in a more scientific way. Anyway, have you ever been at a hotel and needed a shower, but were too lazy, so you just jumped in the pool? Has that ever happened to any yeah. of you? Let's be honest. Probably, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, not that I know of. I'm not in a whole lot of hotel pools, so I know for sure that I did it in a, at a when I was staying with someone at their the company they worked at's condo pool. So it was like a nine condo building. Like you're so, out doing something so sweaty, a sweaty thing. activity. And go, man! I just can't wait to jump in the pool. Yeah, literally. Yeah. I mean, you had to walk by the pool when you go from beach to your room. Ninety percent of the people are going to jump in. So yeah. this is. Man, like, oh man, it's so hot! Can't wait to jump in the pool, and you're all sweating and you jump in. Yeah. This is kind of a continuation of that, of, of that thought process. Instead of you know jumping in the shower, like rinse off before you go in the pool. Because most hotel pools, like a good hotel, will have a, a shower. Mm-hmm. Like you're supposed to hose off before you jump in the pool. Right. This is nasty. Somebody in Florida was at the uh, the pool at a hotel, and I, and thank you all for sending us this video. Because a lot of you did. So this is in Florida, of course. There, There's a woman sitting on the edge of the pool. She's dipping her feet in while, while watching her kids. Which, you know what? Perfectly fine and responsible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
But while she's sitting there, she was also shamelessly shaving her legs and using the pool water to wash the blade off. (laughs) (sighs) Absolutely. You're a disgusting pig. Uh, you are a monster. <laughs> it's like that, so gross and so blatant, I thought it was fake at first. No. Nope. Like, uh, I was going to say, it sounds like something you see in a Simpsons episode. Yeah. And pools are good for, like, fresh open wounds, right? Mm, yes. Yeah, there okay. you go. Nice. Yeah. Mm. Have you seen the video, Moon? <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at it right now. I, I, I hope somebody would drown <laughs> this woman. Just oh take gosh. her head and put whoa, it right whoa, in the whoa. water. Yeah, you're that disgusting. You're does, a pig. Does the punishment fit now, the Now, yes. listen, we've heard <laughs> sure plenty of, of stories about people peeing in pools, but this... This shaving thing is a new one for us. Mm-hmm. I have not seen this one. And the person who saw it posted it on Reddit, and now the footage and screenshots from it are all over the world. Here's uh, some women talking about it as she's doing it. Girl, look at her. She is shaving. <laughs> she is shaving. Bless her heart. She is shaving. Girl, look at her. She is shaving. <laughs> what the? Oh my God, this lady is shaving in the pool. The hell? Oh, I hope she don't shave her hoo ha next. Oh, that's a. You know, that's a good point. You know, yeah, great and point. A- <laughs> we just saying. I don't think we need to worry about it. Yikes! Hadn't thought of that. Wow. That's the obvious next step. <sighs> In watching the video, watch. There's like a group of kids around her. Oh, watch. Yeah. There's a kid to the left. Watch his like reaction. He does like a look and then turns, and you can kind of see his face before he goes off camera of just d- disgust and disappointment. Like, huh? Disgust and disappointment. And this is from like a, an eight year old kid. Yeah. She is shaving. Now, I watched it, but I didn't watch it with sound on or anything. Does anybody say anything to her or to the management? Not as far as I know, but... I mean, mean, now that it's out there, I'd like to know who this woman is. Yeah, absolutely. That's America's sweetheart right there. You have to at least... (laughs) You have to at least do the, hey, we're doing this thing to her, right? I mean, you can't... Especially if you're staying there at the hotel and or you got kids that are going to be swimming in that. Listen, at this this moment... At this moment... I go down to the pool with my family, and we're going to have a great day, and I see this happening. There is no, I guess we're doing this. There's a me going up to her going, you're a disgusting pig. <laughs> you got to be kidding me with this. <laughs> Get the hell out. <laughs> and like, like, it ain't no thing. Like, it ain't no thing. She's doing it. Wow. Mm. I mean, like, what is wrong with you? Mm. What the hell? She doesn't think anything's wrong with it. Exactly. And that's why she needs to be arrested and and or drowned. Is that an arrestable offense? For being a disgusting pig? It should should be. be. It should be. Man. It's not, but it should be. I was say, putting sharp objects next to a place where there's tons of kids swimming. (laughs) That's got to be some kind of I'm sure we could figure something out. Yeah. Hmm. Pathetic. Speaking of uh, monsters, who are, uh, and I, I'm not saying, by the way, all these people I'm going to talk about are, are monsters, but who are some, some famous televangelists? Name some famous televangelists. Jerry Falwell? Yeah, Jerry Falwell, I'll give you that. 
Who's the guy that just got in trouble down during the floods? Um, Joel Osteen. Oh, that's oh, it. Nice Osteen. call. Yeah, he's a he's a television. Smiles. Funky white hair, gray hair. There's Billy Graham. Uh, Billy, Billy Graham and the glass. Pat, Pat Robertson. Oh, Pat Robertson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pat Robertson. Uh, Jimmy Swaggart. Mm-hmm. You know, you think about really, the really bad ones. Yeah. Listen, I know I know a lot of people that that follow Joel Osteen, and by all accounts, he's a pretty decent guy. Right. Got caught up in a situation. Yeah, you know, but you got your Jimmy Swaggerts, you got your Jim Bakers, you got your Pat Robertsons, who are pretty wacky. Mm-hmm. And in no way am, am I saying that all televangelists are bad. The shady ones give the bunch a bad name. Yeah. Your Jim Bakers, your Jimmy Swaggerts, your Pat Robertsons, they give the bunch a bad name. I've never heard of this guy, but... Jesse Duplantis. Have you heard of him, Scott? Yeah, I've heard of him. All right. This guy recently asked his followers for $54 million. I need $54 million. Oh, wow. To grow the ministry? Mm-hmm. Well, you're not. I was going to say, you're not wrong. You're yeah. not entirely off there, Scott. All right. Quote, I want you to believe in me for a Falcon 7X. That's a private jet. Wow. And that would be Reverend Jesse's fourth private plane his ministry will own. No way. It's good to have choices. I mean. And he's, I mean, he's clear as day on video, like literally pointing at what he wants. I want this Falcon 7X. Well, he's got a great reason, guys, for getting this new plane. And Scott, you're in the ballpark. Now, people say, my Lord, can't you go with this one? Yes, but I can't go at one stop. And you see, if I can do it with one stop, I can fly it for a lot cheaper because I have my own fuel farm. Now, he's pointing at a, <laughs> at, a, at a plane that does not cost $54 million. Like, why? Why can't you just get the cheaper plane, Reverend? Now, people say, my Lord, can't you go with this one? Yes, but I can't go at one stop. And you see, if I can do it with one stop, I can fly it for a lot cheaper because I have my own fuel farm. Uh-huh. That's what's a blessing of the Lord. But this one here, I have to stop, and then you pay those exorbitant prices for jet fuel all over the world. This was paid cash. This was paid cash. This was paid cash. And the new one's going to be paid cash also. I don't own the plane. This belongs to the ministry. If Jesus tarries and I go by the way of the grave, the next person that's going to take this ministry will use that. I really believe that if Jesus was physically on the earth today, he wouldn't be riding a donkey. Think about that for a minute. He'd be in an airplane preaching the gospel. Damn all over right the world. he would be. Damn right he would be. Okay, so Jesus I want to give him $100. Jesus would be flying private. I mean, guys, it, it makes sense. Totally. Right? I mean. Well, wasn't the donkey he rode not even part of his ministry? Someone let him borrow it. It was a private donkey, yeah. Right beforehand? <laughs> yeah, I, I love it when people. It just makes sense for him to travel this way. He's got his own fuel farm. You, you know what's crazy about this whole thing, though? <laughs> the is whole you, thing. You say that, and, and you know, well, yeah, of course, the whole thing, but there are people, I guarantee you, there's some people of different followers that will go, how much? I'll write you a check. Oh, yeah, no, they'll get his oh, money. Oh, my gosh, yeah. yeah. This would be his fourth plane. He says, wow. listen, with this plane, I could do things in one stop where I don't have to stop somewhere for fuel. So get me this $54 million plane so I could travel the world sp- spreading the gospel. That's that's incredible. And helping people. He's going to spend, at some point, he's going to cross over the $54 million marker if he bought plane tickets. 
How about you give the $54 million to a charity who will do work? Right. You could do that. But, you know, there will be some sucker who will write this guy a check, who will probably drain their life savings so Pastor Duplantis could spread the word. Who's the female in town here that, that does the preaching? What's her name? Joyce Meyer? Yeah, Joyce. She's been the same way as far as not with planes and stuff necessarily, but with not hiding the fact that she needs this money to do her work. But at least her stuff is very open and shows exactly where that, everything goes to and very and that, honest. That's yeah. what I mean about yeah. that is that she is one of those people that not, I'm not saying she's shady. I'm saying she's open with her finances. Well, oh, yeah, pretty, yeah. This guy's pretty I honest. I need this money to do this. <laughs> this guy's pretty honest. I mean, plane. he really is, yeah. Yeah, he's pointing at the other three planes. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't want the, the, the less expensive one because that doesn't make sense. You see math here. I have my own fuel farm. It's There's also the old-fashioned recipe, which Joyce has done, is you write books, and if you sell just oh, you know a few million copies of those, you can buy a plane pretty quick. Dude, right? Listen, he's got books too, man. Really? Oh, tons of them. Okay. Well, <laughs> by the way, this is not the first time a minister has asked for a new private jet. In 2015, a televangelist, uh, Creflo Dollar, <laughs> guy's last name is Dollar. You got it. I remember Cref- this. I remember Creflo the story. Creflo Dollar. I remember that asked his followers to help his ministry buy a $65 million jet. That same year, Kenneth Copeland's ministry successfully bought a Gulfstream 5 worth millions. The website, this guy's website posted, Glory to God, it's ours. The Gulfstream 5 is in our hands. Praise the Lord. You know this Creflo Dollar guy, he got his, he got his jet. Yeah, they did. Yeah, he got it. Praise the Lord. The Gulfstream 5 is in our hands. Well, I think those are two different com- two different things, aren't they? Kenneth Copeland or this dollar guy? Oh, the dollar guy got his jet too? Yeah. He said, oh boy. He got a bunch of backlash. So well, hold he- on. Jesus so he got a- Praise the Lord. It says here he got immediate backlash. Like People were like, I can't believe you're asking that. So he ended his fundraise- fundraising campaign and did not promote it anymore. But he left the ability to donate on his website. And within a year, boom jet now this uh this kenneth copeland guy this kenneth copeland ministry i don't know where this guy's at of, but uh he's got a television program called believer's voice of victory and they had a segment with this guy asking for the jet now jesse duplantis to discuss the difference between commercial airplanes and a private jet to spread the gospel talking about kenny copeland he's out of fort worth texas Oh, Fort Worth's Copeland. Yes, okay. (laughs) And the ministers argued that flying on a commercial plane would be similar to flying with a bunch of demons. Jesus Christ! (laughs) Now, is he talking about kids? Probably. (laughs) Why can I hear in my head them going, I tell you this right now, I will not be flying commercial because I, as a man of the Lord, should not be forced to sit next to sinners. I should only sit Tempters. next to saints. <laughs> I will not be tempted by demon flyers. It's diamonds. Do not. I swear. Do, do not give me eight ounces of Coca-Cola. I do not <laughs> want that. And no, I do not want your peanuts. I want a folk. What? A Whoa. folk can. This Kenneth Copeland, guess what his net worth is, according to, of course, the internet. Oh, man. I mean, I don't know. 760. 
760 million. Oh, yeah. What? Oh, yeah. That's what it says oh, right my there. God. Oh, yeah. Uh, can, he claims to be a billionaire. Uh, I can easily believe that. He was one of the people that got brought in a few years back. There was like 10 evangelists that got brought in that re- were refusing to pay taxes. And they were saying that because they're a essentially spreading the word of God, mm-hmm. they shouldn't have to pay taxes. And they were like, yeah, you do. Well, when they were talking <laughs> about flying with a bunch of diamonds, during that whole segment, Duplantis mentions a time when he had to unbuckle his seatbelt to be able to speak to God. And I can't do that. On a to who? To who? To God. You <laughs> <laughs> actually that sounded nailed a lot that like somebody yeah. I've heard yeah, before, but yeah. God. Can you, can you just imagine? syllables in it. Can you just God. imagine? <laughs> he's on a Southwest flight and he's buckled up and he goes, Dare Jesus, I can't even do this with this around my waist. How do you expect me to talk to Jesus buckled in and confined? <laughs> the shackles of earth and this plane. Now this he- this tiny light blowing this weak air on my face <laughs> is getting in my way of praying to Jesus. By the way, that, that cat, uh, the uh, Kenneth Copeland guy, he bought Tyler Perry's uh, jet uh, in cash. Mm, in cash. Not his cash. <laughs> It's probably one collection. Somebody else's cash. Actually, on the side of the plane, it actually says Tyler Tyler Perry's plane mm-hmm. on the side of it. <laughs> <laughs> now, just so you know, the National Association oh, of uh, Evangelicals, the president, Leith Anderson, questioned the effectiveness of, uh, of passing the offering plate in this manner, saying, quote, I keep thinking how much good $54 million would bless the poor instead. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, how much is a Duplantis worth? Oh, I just had that. What's his name? Jesse? Jesse. Jesse? 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 Dude, the Copeland Guys Woo! Ministries, just in January, by the way, asked their uh, their people for another plane and a $17 million mm-hmm. hanger. Do you remember? Yeah, the, of course. Do, do you remember the, the, that's probably one of those plastic ones. Though. Hanger. Do you remember the uh, rock band Summer Wine? Summer Wine? Summer have ever, Wine. Have you ever heard of the rock band Summer Wine? No. I, I haven't either. He's the lead singer of that band. But he's worth 50 mil. Wait, who is? Duplantis. J- Jesse Duplantis. He's the guy that uh, saws things in half, right? No, that's uh, Jesse Dupree, <laughs> I believe. Oh, okay. From Jackal. No, it's the wrong guy. We wow. might as well go down the list. Joyce Myers, net worth $25 million. You know what's insane, Damn. though, is this cat, I mean... What's he, insane is people will send him money, yeah, but that's, and he's going to get the plane. That's what I'm saying. He's he's getting destroyed across the world for this, but this is just spreading his 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 GoFundMe, essentially, and uh, people are going to Of course. Do you know the guy, do you know the guy that, uh, is this, I think, 70s, maybe 80s, the rainbow hair guy that showed up to all the big events with the John 316 sign? Do you remember him? Yes. And he wound up going to jail, and he's still in jail. A life sentence. I didn't, for, I didn't know that. Yeah, he uh, he like oh, he was in a hotel, and he threatened to shoot down a plane and all this other wow. stuff. And he took somebody captive. He was straight and narrow guy, just like all of us in here. And then he saw a late night televangelist on TV and flipped to Mister Religion. Well, I mean these these guys are taking advantage of the lonely people that sit there at night and and mm-hmm. and are. Uh, Looking for something. I'm looking there, for honestly. something to believe in. Yeah. Can you imagine right now? Somebody goes. Somebody goes. Somebody's watching TV, 
at two in the morning and they're going, I'm not giving this guy a dollar. No way. And turns on the TV and the guy goes, it is Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. And they go, how do I spell his name to write this check? I'm going to give I'm him a dollar. I'm not giving him a dollar. I'm giving him four dollar. <laughs> yeah, people will empty their bank accounts, their life savings to help this guy get his plane. Honey, how many aluminum cans do we have saved up? I need to send this well, guy Well, you know who money. my favorite is. Remember uh, Pastor Gas? Pastor oh, Gas. Yeah. <laughs> what is his name? Robert Tilton? Yeah, that's it. This is one of these. Uh, do you got to, you know, the, playing the audio doesn't know justice. You got to watch the videos. But Watch this. Peter first was in fear when Jesus told him to launch out. It's amazing when the Lord speaks to me. Thank you. Call me right now. 620 6200. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's get the, the vows and all the prayer requests here. What's the, what time do we have? Two will see the glory of God. Hallelujah. And my word will not return void. And it will f go to that which it was sent. <laughs> and it will prosper. And now listen to this. You go a little further. You get the one. God's for you. You get he's with you. And then the last biggie. God's in you. Learning. Guys, trying to get out. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you're right. on for about seven minutes. You're right, though. The the video is what does it because he's doing the, the you know the faces. Mmm. Ah. Great you. He's doing all those faces, and then they've got toots in there. And listen, I'm not telling you you what to do with your money. You do it. You you do what you want with your money. Man, you write this guy a check? Whew. What do you tell your parents if they write a check to this guy? I say, give me the keys. And do you guys want a single room or a double room for when I put you in the home? Because mm -hmm. that's where you're heading. By, by, the way, by the way, Jeff made the joke that it's uh, Tyler Perry's plane. That's what it's written on the side. Somebody said, you guys are ridiculous if you think it's that. It clearly says, Medea's 30,000 foot adventure. <laughs> By Tyler Perry. By Tyler Perry. <laughs> and now, here is today's Mattress Direct Team Riz member of the day. All right, today's Team Riz member of the day brought to you by Mattress Direct is Ben Kipler from Rolla, Missouri. Yeah, hey, All right, Ben is a student at Missouri S&T. He's also a podcast weirdo. Thank you very much. Listen every day. Whether he's walking back and forth between classes or doing homework, he's always listening podcast and he's been listening since he was a freshman in high school and says listening to the Riz show helps him keep up to date on all of it on all the events happening back home in st louis it's all good news ben all good news all good loves a uh, freak of the week which will be happening today match up with moon which happened yesterday real or fake which will be happening tomorrow loves headline who's crap on celebrities all that stuff well, thank you, Ben. Ben Kipler, the Team Riz member of the day. It's a super sweet Team Riz member of the day. Soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up. 1057thepoint.com. Slash. Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. We're going to have a tough time signing up at that website. <laughs> Just a bunch of diamonds. Hey, happy birthday, Riz, you big girl. I welcome back our phone number 314 969 314-969-3333. Cameras and chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz on the socials at R-I-Z-Z Show. 
your emails. Send them to us. RizShow1057thepoint.com. John Patrico's here later on for the Craigslist Freak of the Week. It's a playoff round, so four past champions going at it. One Ed moving on to the next round of the Freak of the Year playoffs. Also, comedian Rob Durham's going to be here. He's a, a, local, a local gentleman. And yeah, he actually has a couple books out. And one book, it's called uh, Don't Wear Shorts on Stage, The Stand-Up Guide to Comedy. It's, you should read, Scott, this is right up your alley. All righty. Like, if you ever wanted to, if you ever wanted to try stand-up comedy, this is like almost like a how-to guide nice. to do it. Great I mean, it's not gonna, it's not gonna tell you how to be funny. Well, but uh, it's stuff like, hey, should I invite my friends to support me for my first time on stage? What if I can't remember my act? What's the picture look like that goes with that? If I'm a picture reader? Mm-hmm. This does not come in pop-up. No. Go ahead and, <laughs> uh, go ahead and uh, uh, re-grip the bat. You're 0 for 1. Okay. <laughs> Wasn't even a foul tip there. <laughs> wow, it's a swing and a miss. It's all right, buddy. You'll get you him really in the third inning. It's book. okay. <laughs> you really need to read this book. Yeah, how all ironic right. is you made a bad joke about a book that Teaches you how to do stand-up. Yes, okay. A great title, too. I mean, what a fantastic title on that book. When should I wear a suit? Being angry on stage is always funny, right? So, like, those kind of questions are answered in uh, in his book. Rob Durham's going to be here. And he's doing actually something very cool at Funny Bone. Starting, well, starting yesterday, I think running the weekend, it's uh, teachers getting free. So it's like a teacher's stand-up comedy thing. From from what I like, teacher appreciation. He's a teacher. Did you know that? Like that's his job, his full time yeah. job. Yeah, he's a teacher teacher at the Rockwood School District. Wow. Hmm. Look at there. So Look at that that on his website it says that he is a English teacher. Look at that. Rob Dur- Rob Durham is a touring stand up comedian and a high school English teacher. Well, he's going to be here today. Yeah. He'll sit in for the uh, Craigslist Freak of the Week. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right, here we go. Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. It's brought to you by Lena's Pizza, St. Louis's only frozen pizza made with 100% real Proval cheese. A Roseanne Bar, day two here after the big... What uh, happened? <laughs> tweeting some bad things, gets a show canceled, a lot of people lose their jobs. So she's in uh, step two of the Kathy Griffin model for stupid joke damage control. Well, I thought she was going to quit Twitter. Didn't she say she was quitting she Twitter? She did. Almost 24 hours. She hasn't taken her apology back yet, but she's not willing to accept the consequences of her free speech so far. And she's blaming others, whining about other people who have said worse things than her, vowing, uh, vowing to, quote, fight back. I don't know what there is to fight back from necessarily. Uh, despite promising, again, here you go, that she was leaving Twitter on Tuesday, she has since tweeted and retweeted well over 200 messages in two days. Yeah. That's certainly not staying off Twitter. Yeah, no. Uh, the general vibe of these tweets and retweets is that she did do something wrong, but that uh, she's being wronged by everyone for doing something wrong. Yeah, I don't get it. And it actually wasn't all that wrong. So to kind of explain for starters, she now says that her racist tweet about Valerie Jarrett wasn't racist at all. It was just insensitive. And why? Because she thought that uh, Valerie was white. So if she knew she was black, then it would be racist. But she thought she was white, so it was just insensitive. Okay. I thought it was ambient. 
Uh, she retweeted a conspiracy theory that Michelle Obama was behind the cancellation of her TV show. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> and then there's a lot uh, about her co-stars going back and forth. You know, Sarah Gilbert, who played Darlene, was uh, was shocked. Uh, and then she was shocked. Roseanne was shocked that she was shocked. And then the guy who plays DJ says, quote, I create or she says to DJ, I created the platform for that in inclusivity. And you know it. Me. And then you throw me under the bus. Nice. And then just normal everyday people like us were giving her crap. And she just keeps telling everybody to leave her alone. So essentially what she's doing is even if a network came along and said, hey, we're going to look past this. We're going to put out a statement that says we're good. We're going to move past this. She's destroying any possibility for them to get back together. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, And she... She says that everybody that's calling her racist is white, so they're racist as well. I was kind of surprised ABC didn't do the thing where they wrote this into an episode and this was like part of it. Like the first time like TV went outside and she was this lady is having a meltdown on the show. Like this is a skit. Yeah. This is like part like of the show. This is nothing you poke fun of. This like. is a bit. Yeah. Oh, that Roseanne. Mm. Always getting into trouble. That's our mm-hmm. Roseanne. <laughs> And you know how, I, I don't know if it was just joking or just offhanded, but we were kind of saying, hey, maybe they could do this with the show and move forward with just... Like without? Yeah. Remember, uh, was it Valerie's family? Yeah. With Valerie Harper? Uh-huh. They wrote her off the show, mm-hmm. and it was her show. It was called Valerie's Family. Yeah. Or was it just called Valerie? And then I think there was it, Valerie and then Valerie's family, possibly. Or no, it became the Hogan family. Yeah, it became the Hogan uh, family. With so Sandy Duncan. Be, yeah, it used to be called Valerie. Valerie. And Valerie was written off the show because of a contract thing. And they still kept the show going pretty successfully. Yeah. Really? I've only known it as Hogan's family. No, yeah. it was, no, it it used was to be Valerie. Called, yeah, That's it used to be hilarious. called Valerie and, and Valerie's family, but I think it actually ran as Valerie for like four years. Three, three four years. Yeah, and then went on as the Hogan family with Sandy Duncan. Remember the dad was a pilot? <laughs> was yeah. that a Justine Bateman vehicle? Jason Bateman. Oh, Jason. Yeah, I was going to say it was a Bateman, I think. Jason yeah. Bateman, yes. So, Variety, for I their know you part. Get your Batemans confused. I sometimes <laughs> do. Uh, Variety says that there actually have been some pre- pre- preliminary talks about doing something with the rest of the cast, but obviously huge hurdles with this because Roseanne has a significant stake in the show, and a new version would what? Benefit her financially, and who wants that? Obviously, nobody would want that. So, so she would. So it's a real long. <laughs> it's a real long shot at this point. But talks have already been among some producers, not ABC, uh, that said ABC would benefit from getting something out of this because the main actors and the top writers, producers, everybody still expect to get paid. But obviously, the window, you know, it's closing pretty soon here. Yeah, man, I feel so bad for not the stars so much, but for the background people. Yeah. The people you don't see. There's also been talk of Roseanne moving to a, quote, conservative network or some sort of streaming service, but the the co-stars aren't going anywhere, aren't going to be working with any anymore. Listen, it's it's, it's dead. It's going to be a new show on CBS where it's going to be Don, TJ, Charlene, and Lexi, and they're going to be fine. (laughs) They're going to live in a suburb of Detroit. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. It's not going to be Chicago anymore. It'll be Detroit, and they'll... They'll be the. It's going to be a Bramford, Michigan. <laughs> so remember, Roseanne, as you alluded to, blamed Ambien tweeting. Someone jokingly, you know how you can go to Wikipedia and change it all you want. They changed the Ambien page on Wikipedia, including a warning about how the side effects include racism and loss of a sitcom. 
It was later corrected, but Jambian jumped in, tweeted, quote, people of all races, religions, and nationalities work here every day to improve the lives of people around the world. Well, while, while all pharmaceutical treatments have a side effects, racism is I've not been, one of them. I've been warning about the dangers of Ambien. Yeah, but it doesn't. Listen, it doesn't say it won't cause you to be racist, but it causes you to do wacky things. Right. Mm-hmm. A la the night crimes and, yeah. and, and cause you to do stuff that, well, I don't, I don't know if that's the case here, but it does cause you to do wacky things. Yeah. That's and, and, why I stopped taking it. Netflix jumped in. I've and, been screaming about night crimes for years. Yes, you have. Screaming is, <laughs> yes, and pointing to the sky as you are now. Uh, Netflix tried to take a little bit of advantage of this and, and uh, just reminded everybody that if you want uh, uh, blue-collar family, sitcom, wholesome stuff, uh, they do have one day at a time on uh, Netflix if you'd like to check that out. And uh, Tom Arnold, the ex of Roseanne, he was uh, yesterday he was on CNN uh, talking to Anderson Cooper and, of course, his ex-wife, Roseanne Barr, obviously, he says, suffers from mental illness. He also addressed her attack on former Obama advisor Valerie Jarrett, and this is what he had to say. This monkey thing is something she's tweeted before about black people. Why is it okay? It's a meme that, that she and thousands of her alt-right uh, fans do. They love calling black people monkeys. It's not a one-time joke. Okay, they do it because we have a white trash racist president. That's a fact. Wow. Yeah. Savage on her. I mean, not like that's a surprise that he's savage about her. He always seems like he always almost sounds like he's either about to be interrupted. So he wants to say something really fast (laughs) or he's trying to talk before he sneezes. He was one of our uh, first guests on this show. Fantastic. too. He was great. Yeah. Very nice guy. He also said in a separate interview that Roseanne Barr actually did want the show to get canceled. He's he's one of the few people that when I listen to him after just listening to him, whether it be talking to him here in the studio or hearing an interview, I'm exhausted. (laughs) We got Tom. Calm down. Yeah. President Trump uh, reacted to ABC canceling Roseanne yesterday, uh, but instead of commenting on the racist tweet, he made it about himself. Uh, He tweeted, and I quote, Bob Iger of ABC called Valerie Jarrett uh, to let her know that ABC does not tolerate comments like those made by Roseanne Barr. Gee, he never called President Donald J. Trump to apologize for the horrible statements made and said about me on ABC. Maybe I just didn't get the call. That was President Trump. Next. Uh, President Trump's big summit with Kim didn't get canceled after all because he did sit down with Kim Kardashian. Uh. They didn't talk about nuclear disarmament. They did discuss prison reform, though. And this is actually pretty important. President of the United States met with Kim Kardashian about prison reform. Now, she does have the noble cause. She wants the clemency for 62-year-old grandmother named Alice Marie Johnson, serving life sentence for a first-time nonviolent drug offense. Well, I tell you what, the New York Post, on their front page, it's Kim Thong-un. <laughs> and Trump meets rump. Hello! Hey! <laughs> yeah, I got a new job, guys. <laughs> the other big-ass Subman is what they call it. The other big-ass Subman. <laughs> So she's serving a life sentence for a first-time non-violent drug offense. She's been locked up for over 20 years so far. After the meeting, Kim said, quote, I would like to thank the president for his time this afternoon. It's our hope that the president will grant clemency to Miss Alice Marie Johnson. And less than a week after he got President Trump to issue a uh, a pardon, uh, Sylvester Stallone has announced that he's making a movie about legendary black boxing champ Jack Johnson. Is this a little squirrely to you or not? 
No, well, I, I, I see no squirreliness. You don't? I see none. So he said to Trump, hey, man, you really need to pardon this guy. You really need to pardon this guy. You really need to pardon this guy. And now Sylvester Stallone has purchased the rights for the movie about Jack, Jack Johnson. No, maybe from the family, he, uh, he he's like, hey, if I get uh, this guy pardoned. Uh, well, that's what right? I'm saying. It's, it's not like he was being Mr. You know, oh, my gosh, this guy's plight. It's He wanted to make a movie. Maybe it's it. both. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. I don't see any squirreliness there. Okay. Uh, Brigitte Nielsen, speaking of Sylvester Stallone, they were married together, if you remember that. Mm -hmm. She's pregnant. She's 54 years old. Dad is 39. He's an Italian producer, TV producer, and uh, she, they've been married since 06. And one of the reasons I bring this up. that's yeah. dangerous. Do you remember who Brigitte Nielsen is? Yeah. yeah Depending okay. on your age, she's from Rocky Four, Red yeah. Sonja, Beverly Hills Cop 2. Depending on your age, surreal life and strange love. Remember her and Flavor Flav. Oh, that's oh, right. Oh my goodness. They were parading those two around. Oh my gosh. It's uh, the fifth marriage to her. Uh, for her, Sylvester Stallone. She was married to Mark Gastineau, the football player. Oh, Remember that's that? Right. Yeah. They had a kid together as well. Uh, it's going to be her fifth baby. Fifty-four Man. years old. That's not healthy. No, I wouldn't think so. Not I'm sure. If it was... I'm sure she'll be monitored closely. Yeah. Was so. that? Was that? Brigitte, over 40. Brigitte Nielsen and uh, Flavor Flav thing real, or was that I just it like was a pretty drummed up? She was married at the time. She was what? I thought she was married at the time. Oh, I don't know. No kidding. Yeah. Uh, one of the greatest things about music is that they can help you get over things and get over people. Everybody, in, uh, I'm sure everybody has had their heart broken, and then if you can think of that moment in time and a song that helped you. Can you think of something off the top of your head, like a song that you, your go-to song when somebody broke up with you? Girl Up the Street, when oh, I was yeah. little, gave me a Foreigner 4 as an album. When she broke up with me, I listened to yeah, that thing to, all day theme long. Theme to Dawson's Creek. Yeah. <laughs> White and nerdy. <sighs> well, I got uh, the list. I got the top 15. Somebody put out a list. Time Magazine put out a list of the best songs ever to get over a breakup. Okay. And Number to get over a breakup. Yeah, to get over a breakup. Uh, number 15 on this list, and I don't think it's in any real particular order. Uh, Destiny's Child. Remember that little ditty that oh, put this, them on the map? Oh, this one here. Damn right. That's right. Forget him, Jeff. Yeah. I'm a survivor. Forget him. Keep on surviving. What? Oh, also on this list, the background. Uh, they just said what fifty thousand times. Uh, Hit 'em up style from Blue Cantrell. Oh yeah, that song's great. Okay, uh, Pink. What about us? Is on the list. Ed Sheeran, Happier. How about a little something from Post Malone? Oh, Post Malone. You got okay, it. This guy here, Post Malone. That's what this sounds like. Yeah. Off, but it keep on going. That's, uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's called I Fall Apart. <clears throat> Is this uh, one of his popular ones? I did not think that was even a single. Huh. I don't know if it is or not. But it's on the list. Uh, and he, I think it's funny that he's worried about all the jewelry that he bought. 
I couldn't tell what he was saying. He says that in every song. He lets <laughs> you know he has money. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. He also said, yeah, I thought you were my shorty, which is really romantic. Yeah, I always liked when my dad said it to my mom. Yeah. <laughs> so sweet. The one from Sam Smith, I know that everybody knows this one. Yeah, this one. Yeah. So, <laughs> if I mislabeled something here, that might be my fault. Help me. I'm on my own. What's up with the world? Trying to feed him This is not helping anybody get over a breakup. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think this, maybe this is one of those songs that you just cry it out. Like it, it makes you even more sad. So yeah. Cry this, it out, maybe. This, this is like, a, I'm, I, I want you to stay with me. Yeah, stay, stay with me. I'm not getting over this. <laughs> you know what, stay with me. You hey. know what song sh- is probably not on there, but should be? This one. This is my fight I was just going to say, this is going to be top three. I was gonna say here I go again on my own. Something uh, uh White Snake. No, something yeah. Adele. <laughs> uh I think there is some Adele on the list, but in the top fifteen, no. So Passenger, Let Her Go, uh, and then uh, the Gautier song that everybody knows. Oh, this one. Oh uh, yeah. It's a great song. Man. Not but a Gautier. Is he hanging out with Semi Sonic? He may possibly. Great song. Yeah, kind of a one hit thing, huh? I always just feel like that song needs to go somewhere. It's like it needs to pop and start going somewhere. I mean, I like it and everything, but I don't know. I've never really written a song, so. Uh, Amy Winehouse is on the list. Also, Shawn Mendes, Bill Withers, Justin Bieber. And Bill no- Withers? What Bill Withers song? Uh, Ain't No Sunshine. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, what about the- this one? <clears throat> this one's got to be on there. Big Tootin'. Did this make the list? That's uh, 51. Uh, last one that I have in there uh, is from the weekend. I'm not. I'm not familiar with this song either. No. Mm-hmm. It's the weekend. Uh, your crappy birthdays. Waka Flocka Flame is 32. Colin Farrell is 42. Brooke Shields, 53. Uh, Daryl McDaniels, he is the DMC of Run DMC. He is 54. Corey Hart is 56. Leah Thompson, 57. Chris Elliott, 58. And today's Burton birthday of the day. He's an actor, a director, the title of a song by the band Gorillas, and he loves yelling at chairs. Clint Eastwood <laughs> is 88 years young today. Who's Corey Hart? Clear heart of sunglasses at night. I wear my sunglasses. You know that song? Another breakup song. No, I always think of Carrie Hart, the motorcycle guy. Mm -hmm. Are you familiar with uh, Mr. Pink? Corey Hart? I don't think so. Sunglasses at night. You know that song. Yeah, yeah, I know know that song. I just, I never attached it with a name or any of the singles. Mm. 
That song is awesome. Yeah. Uh, today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's Where Fun and Fantasy Meet, is Naomi Cruz. And today's birthday girl was born on the 31st, so that means one, sometimes two extra days being slutty each month. And she's proven her skills in 112 fine films, including It's a Blackout, Volume 1, Couch Candy, Killer Grip, Shameless, and who can forget her unforgettable role in Whoa, my mom warned me about you. <laughs> Naomi Cruz, 31 years old. That's your porno birthday, crabby birthday, and that is your crap on celebrities. They don't have uh, sunglasses at night, huh? Really? Gotta have that song they, they took that with the printer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> gotta have that song somewhere. I'm sure we probably play it. Gotta be somebody needs some killing. Yeah, you know this song. I wear my sunglasses at night so I can, so I can watch you weave them, breathe. So Have any other songs? Never Surrender? Oh, yeah. Never Surrender. <laughs> you don't know that song. So I can, keep track of the Rizzuto Show, Traffic and Weather. I think Never Surrender Never Surrender. Have that? What, never surrender? Yeah. Oh no, I just found sunglasses at night. Yes, oh, yeah, yeah, we do. Moon's the uh, soccer guy in here. Yeah, I see. Uh, oh, you're going to talk about Zidane? Zidane, is that? Yeah, is that, Zinedine uh, Zidane? Uh, that was, well, that's a big thing that's happening. That was going to be in sports, yeah. Dude's legend. Well, I mean, he can still do it in sports, but I'm going to see, I'm seeing it trending on Twitter. Yeah, Zidane. Well, that's a guy that headbutted the other guy <laughs> in the World Cup final. In the World Cup. Yes, but I mean, he was an absolute legend, absolutely legendary player for Real Madrid. Real and Madrid manager leaves the club after third consecutive Champions League title. More on that in sports. And uh, Alex Reyes, I heard, uh, was back yesterday. I didn't see it because I don't have Facebook. But uh... <laughs> does that does that make your your parents angry? Patrico, that the uh, I'm sure they probably the weren't happy games. about it. Even though my mom has Facebook, she just doesn't know how to watch it on their TV. Uh, but I mean, I- I'm sure it probably does. Because you know, your parents love watching Cardinal games. Oh, I was uh, listen. This was this was a conversation that we had over the weekend because this weekend is when we move in. So this is it. Like we're moving in with you my are parents moving this in weekend. with your parents this weekend. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, Saturday. Man. And for those who don't know, you've had your house foreclosed on. Yes, uh-huh. foreclosed <laughs> on, and we just don't want to go through the hassle of doing anything else. So we're just, just walking away. Yeah, we're back, just walking away. Moving back in with mom and dad. Um, and so, uh, yeah, tomorrow night's our last night in the house. So, wow. yeah. So, you can have uh, sex in every room? Uh, no. You should. No, no we're not really going should. to. Again? One last hurrah. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, my dad was at the house, and uh, he, he had just, this was just casual. He was like, yeah. Oh, oh, and Practical Jokers were on was on the TV. And he goes, I don't know what kind of crap you watch, but at our house we watch Cardinal Baseball. I'm like, okay, like, where the what the hell? He's like, there's one thing for sure. We ain't watching this at my house. Okay. Man. All right. Will you, you have, have your own yeah, TV? You can have your own TV. Yeah, downstairs. downstairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, no, no. Downstairs, like, so when I when I I almost said graduated, when I got out of college, um, <laughs> I moved back in with my folks, and they built me an apartment downstairs. There's a living room. There's a bedroom. There's a bathroom. Is there a TV already down there? In both rooms, yeah. Oh, oh, look at you. Because now, like, whenever relatives from out of town come over, to hell with staying in a hotel. Dude, no, this is is going to be incredible. Is there a turndown service? I'm not really, I'm not, like, looking forward to it, but, like, my mom has already said there will be a home-cooked meal every night, like, 
I mean, she she, she has room, said she have room for four more. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, your dad's gonna be here soon. I'm sure he's gonna have a lot to say. Yeah. A lot to say on this topic, mm-hmm. and all of it will be contradictory to everything you've said. All right, let's uh, let's do some news. Oh yeah, we're gonna do some news. What? Uh, I just thought, like you know, Jeff just said everything will be contradictory. I, you know, I said that he's like, we watch Cardinal baseball in this house. My dad come in here and be like, we like to watch the Dodgers, <laughs> just to fight me. All right, your news sponsored by Club Fitness. So the computer tampering charge against Governor Greitens was dropped in exchange for his resignation. Now, listen, we all knew something like this was was going on. So a spokesperson for the circuit attorney said the governor's defense team approached prosecutors over the weekend about a deal. And the St. Louis circuit attorney, Kim Gardner, announced yesterday that the felony computer tampering case against the governor was dropped. Meanwhile, the uh, lieutenant governor, Mike Parson, said he's planning a private swearing-in ceremony to take over for Governor Greitens. I guess that's going to be tomorrow. And uh, he says he will have a public event later. So all lanes, you hear about this yesterday, all lanes of westbound 70 North City were shut down. Shut down yesterday afternoon after a major accident left a bunch of people badly hurt. And we're talking multiple vehicles. Six people transported to the hospital. At least one kid was critically injured. And two kids and adults were listed in serious but stable condition. They say what time this happened at? Was, I know. I know it was shut down till about nine last night. I remember seeing on the news that it was finally open. I was like, "Whoa!" So emergency responders shut down the highway at St. Louis Avenue and diverted all traffic off the road. And just before nine last night, all lanes were reopened. I didn't see what time it happened at, but I know it was major, major, major. Yeah. This was kind of just happening as we were uh, on the air yesterday. A guy is in custody after a multi-county, multi-state police chase when he tried stealing a dump truck. Now, United Rentals owns the truck. And they say that it was uh, stolen from a job site in Potosi sometime just before 7 yesterday morning. Now, the truck had a GPS on it, GPS tracker, which was used to, to find the truck as the robber rolled through Jefferson County and eventually into Illinois and into St. Louis. The truck stopped at Imperial where the trailer that carried an excavator was disconnected. So the Missouri State Highway Patrol tracked the truck as it moved up 70 into Arnold. The guy rear-ended a car on Telegraph, sending the driver of the car to the hospital. The guy... Um, the guy's going to be okay. The guy that was in the the, the car that was rear-ended. The truck then crossed the uh, the 255 bridge into Illinois, where it made its way through Cahokia, crossed the Eads Bridge using the wrong lanes of traffic. Once in St. Louis, the truck drove to South City. After driving down a couple streets, the driver got out, started running through yards in Benton Park. And he wound up jumping onto 55 and stopped a city-issued truck. He told the truck driver, drive, I'm in trouble. <laughs> City worker wasn't having it. So the robber then tried getting into a ride from somebody else. That someone else punched the robber in the face a couple times. And moments later, officers arrived and uh, pulled the robber from the car 
and took him into custody. I don't know the guy's name, but he is he is expected to face a long list of charges. I wonder if he fell a couple of times on the way of the police cruiser. I don't know, but I love that the uh, the guy he stopped just punched him in the face a couple of times. <laughs> nope. And just socked him a couple of times. I love that. Uh, Litchfield High School in Illinois was put on lockdown yesterday after two pieces of ammunition were found inside a bathroom. So a news release from the Illinois State Police said the ammo was found around 840 yesterday morning and the school immediately initiated their safety protocol. I think yesterday was the last day of school in that district. Mm -hmm. I saw a lot of Illinois schools yesterday was their last day. A freshman said he found the ammo in the men's room and reported it to the principal immediately. And a district employee said the high school and middle school were on a, a, quote, soft lockdown. And students were being dismissed to their parents around 10 o'clock. And Litchfield police say they are not releasing any other information at this time. I I honestly, and I I hate to be that person, but I bet this was a senior prank. You think so? Or a prank. Well, not funny. Yeah. I mean, can you you see that happening? Like, hey, man, you know what you should do last day of school? Your dad's got ammunition, right? Just do. Just put it in the bathroom. Just, just leave two, it there and just run. Just put two bullets out. Just put it out there and then just just don't say yeah. a word. God, am I glad the school year's over? Damn. Are you? Yeah. Now you got the kids at home, Jeff. Yeah, but I'm just saying stuff like this may right. stop for a couple of months. But yes, you are correct there. <laughs> well, I got something on the uh, the Parkland shooter, which I'll get to in a second here. Uh, but just uh, finishing up uh, locally, a guy from Godfrey, Illinois hospitalized yesterday after being trapped under construction equipment for about an hour. So according to officials, this guy had to be rescued when a bobcat overturned and he was trapped underneath it. He was uh, was under there an hour and he was able to somehow get his phone out and call for help. And emergency workers freed him. He was airlifted to a nearby hospital. Now, I don't know much about his condition, but they're saying he was alert during the transport. But I guess they were working on a big house. Did you see the property? Yeah, it's huge. It's a, it's a big piece of property. I don't know if this is this the homeowner or is this just a guy that was working? Yeah, I'm not sure. Like if he was doing some home construction? Yeah, I don't know. It's, it was. It looked like a big piece of property. All right, so just be warned. This is kind of tough to hear, this audio. The, this is... One of the most disturbing things I think you'll hear all year. So the Broward County State's Attorney's Office released three cell phone videos that were recorded by Nicholas Cruz. He's the guy that shot up the school in Parkland, Florida. 17 students and uh, teachers at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School were killed. Now in the videos, he says that he would be the next school shooter and he wanted to kill at least 20 people. And I mean, I'm going to play the audio, so just be warned. I mean, this is disturbing. Hello. My name is Nick, and I'm going to be the next school shooter of 2018. My goal is at least 20 people with an AR-15 and a couple tracer rounds. I think I can do a good time. Location is Stone Douglas in Parkland, Florida. It's going to be a big event. When you see me on the news, you'll all know who I am. <laughs> You're all going to die. Pew, 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 pew. Can't wait. 
So that was on his cell phone. Three videos in all. I mean, he talks about uh, details. He, he wants to take an Uber to the school. Says in the third video, I live a lone life. I live in seclusion and solitude. I hate everyone and everything. I had enough of being told what to do and when to do it. And the videos were released because under Florida law, evidence becomes a public record when it's turned over to the defendant's attorneys as part of the pretrial discovery process. So he's, he's you know, he's going to face the music. I mean, he's still alive. It's so disturbing. Yeah. Uh, Southwest Airlines has apologized to a woman who claims she was asked to, quote-unquote, prove her biracial son with a different last name was hers. And I got some questions about this. Did you, did you read this story, Patrico? Mm-hmm. You know this? Yeah. Have you, you haven't flown with your kids yet. No. Moon, have you flown with your kids when they were yes. under two? No, absolutely not, no. Jeff, do you, do you ever remember flying with your kids under two? Uh, not under two, no. So we would, uh, you know, we got family back on the East Coast, so we would frequently fly with our kids when they were, when they were under two years old. I think my 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 son, his first plane ride, he was, you know, six, nine months old. So under two, it's you could have a lap child, mm-hmm. right? Two and under. So, the women's basketball coach at the University of California, her name is uh, Lindsay Gottlieb. She was about to board a flight from Denver to Oakland on Monday when a Southwest employee asked to see her infant's birth certificate. And she tweeted, quote, I'm appalled that after approximately 50 times flying with my one-year-old son, ticket counter personnel told me I had to, quote-unquote, prove that he was my son despite having his passport. She said, because we have different last names, my guess is because he has a different skin color. Her guess. Everything's not racial. Fly with our kids. There were sometimes we were asked to have birth certificates. Sometimes we were not. We always had it on us, just in case. Because again, sometimes they ask, sometimes they don't. That's not just for under two either. That's anybody under 18. Yeah. And she went on to call the experience demeaning and insensitive. Now, a spokesperson for Southwest, which uh, requires a copy of a birth birth certificate for all infants under the age of two, said the airline apologized for the interaction that left this family feeling uncomfortable, which was never our intention. Now, meanwhile, people are pointing out that Southwest rule is intended to prevent child trafficking. And even our dear Chrissy Teigen, so brave of her to get involved in this, so brave. She weighed in and she said, airlines have asked this of me with my daughter. And she says, once I learned it's a precaution for the very real threat of child trafficking, I stopped being exasperated with it. Now I'm kind of worried when they don't ask. It's a gospel according to Chrissy Teigen right there. Well, which... which to me, reading into that goes, at one point, she was like, you're asking me, Chrissy Teigen, for a birth certificate? Right. What? Don't you know who I am? Chrissy Teigen. 
Chrissy Teigen should not be asked such questions. So this lady is upset because they asked for a birth certificate. Yes, and she says because it's it's racial. So I'm going to give this a rousing. Get the f*** out of here. So you say that, but you don't know the situation that it, that that was presented. Did they say? Did they say, "Hey, we need to see a birth certificate for your son," or did they say, "That's your son. We need to see a birth certificate." If that's how it was presented, yeah, I'd be pissed. Uh, her saying, her saying, "quote My guess is because he has a different skin color." So my guess. That to me says, uh, yeah, somebody's. Somebody's right. being a bit crazy here, and yeah. I, and I understand that. I'm just saying you got you got to look at it from the other side though too. Like if 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 the ticket if the ticket clerk goes to you, that's your son. We're gonna need to see a birth certificate. You would be furious. I would say thank God he doesn't look like me. Okay, right. he's blessed. Doesn't look like a monster. I can't see anybody saying it that way. You can't? Do you, have you? Is this your first day on Earth? Yeah, I just flew in last night. I was going to say, from, is this your first day on the planet? From Uranus. I just came from Uranus, all right? <laughs> just flew right around. <laughs> we had a story uh, just over an hour ago about a woman shaving her legs at a public pool. I mean, that would surprise you? Nothing surprises that me. That was in Florida. Nothing surprises this me. Is not. You want to go to Florida? You want to get wackiness from Florida? Let's do it. Not really, Let's but I know it. we're going there. Let's do it. Let's do it. You asked. You wanted it. You got it. On Monday morning around uh, 1120, police in Clearwater, Florida, they were called to a bus stop for a report of a lewd and lascivious act. And there was a, a man sitting on a bench. Joeing under his shorts. You got it, man. That's that's nothing wrong yet. In an arrest report, police noted that he was, quote, well, that it was, quote, obvious the man was punishing himself. And when officers asked what he was doing, he said, oh, just, just scratching. So after the man was arrested for disorderly conduct, he was asked to identify himself. And the arrest report states the man told police his name was James Tiberius Kirk. <laughs> you know, Captain Kirk, guys. And the police later found out his real name is uh, James Bundrick. He's 56 years old and is facing uh, charges for providing a false name and, um, you know, the showing out in public thing. They don't. There is that. You can't, you can't do that. Okay, I have a little bit more, and I don't know if you said this on the uh, the the coach that had yes, go ahead was upset about the go son. Ahead. So it is it is federal law that they have to provide the passport. And or birth certificate. Yes, yes. And she provided the passport. They have different last names. Mm -hmm. But the fiance was there. The baby's daddy was there. Okay? Mm -hmm. Yes. And then the, the ticket clerk goes, well, we need more proof. And they go, no, you don't. It's our passport. This is the proof. This is what federal law says. And they go, nope, we need your birth certificate too. And she said, no, you don't. Well, I mean, again, it's um, Southwest requires a copy of a birth certificate for all infants under the age of two. It says here that passport is is acceptable because it is a government issued form of identification. I don't know what to tell you. 
I guess could federal is, be one thing, but then Southwest can is have their Chrissy own. Is Chrissy Teigen upset? She's not. So, <laughs> what would I go the do? way of the Teagues. Yeah, yeah well, what would Chrissy do? Yeah. Teagues? Chrissy! As long as uh, Chrissy Teigen's not upset, then I'm not upset. Yep. All right, we got uh, more news uh, after the break, including um, how much a week is it going to cost to entertain your kids this summer? The numbers are shocking, Jeff. Shocking. All right, welcome back to the race show. The phone number, 314-969-DUDE, 314-969-333. Hit up the cameras and chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz on the socials, at R-I-Z-Z show. Latoni Tarumi, your dad. There he is. <laughs> ah, there he is. You guys are just having hey, a Rumi. good time with this, ain't you? <laughs> He's pretty oh, yeah. soon. Pretty I can't soon. Wait. I can't wait to hear the stories. Of you two uh, next Thursday, then you hear somebody killed somebody. It's okay. You guys <laughs> living just, together. I just need a lot of prayers out there. Everybody, the big please. move is this week. He, yeah. he. I just. I, did you hear what he I, just he, said? He, he, he. I just yeah. need. I need a lot of prayers. <laughs> when he's going to be the issue. It's not me. It's going to be him. <laughs> yeah. And 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 that is what everybody has said <laughs> is that it's going to be him. That's the issue. I'm going to be the he issue. Needs a, he needs prayers right now. Uh huh. I'm going to be the man. The man. Like I am so great. That they are allowing me to be in their house. I'm going to be very respectful. I'm going to do what he wants me to do. And yet he's the one that's right going around going, This right is going to be terrible. Okay, fine. That's fine. Yeah, no, we will stay I, in the already, basement. Already you will not see us. It's a Cardinal house. Huh? And we watch Cardinal baseball on this TV. Well, that's right. I mean, and it's good for you. You won't see us. We'll be downstairs. See, now, see, just the way he said that. What, how does that sound? What do you mean? What do you good, mean? We'll be downstairs. The second he turned on the microphones, you were lit on fire. So stop with all that. I mean, <laughs> believe me, it will be fine. The whole it's thing, gonna be fun for us. The whole, yeah, the whole thing great. is, you know, when you're in a house that it's just you two, and that's all. Now you're gonna have six. It's gonna be different. There's no doubt. Oh, and yeah. it will work. It's it's gonna it's be gonna fine. have to work. Yes, it's gonna. Ha- it's you know. gonna have to work. It's gonna have to work. Damn, you know, do we need I cameras? I can't room. wait to, for we, next. Is it next Thursday already? <laughs> <laughs> we need cameras. I want to hear, hear about the first when you, uh, couple when you days. Hear, I'm not coming in no more. It's done. <laughs> no, it will be fine. Right. Like I said, I think they're going to be more neurotic about it than we will. Especially his wife. His wife will be neurotic about it. Just you know, that sure she'll want to not do right, no wrong. Everybody's, everybody's cool. Yeah. Is it your house, your rules? No, it's Have not. We laid that down? It's not my house, my rules. I mean, if he, if he wants it to be his rules, that's I'm, fine. I mean, the two kids rule the house anyway, so that's already a given. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when he came in the house Tuesday, they had a meeting. I mean, within one hour, every single room had something done to it. I thought, uh, yeah. oh my god, <laughs> what have I got myself into? That's a, that's a precedent that you guys set, though, with watching the kids. I mean, yeah. Those kids, that those kids rule that house, and that's well, because I, when they go over to Mama and Papa's, oh yeah, they get it to yeah. do and whatever they rotten. want, and that's well, I'm rotten. What it's supposed to be, isn't it? Yep. Sure. You know, sure. but not you two. <laughs> we will leave you alone. Oh, you will leave you alone. Okay. Oh man. Boy, I, I, is anybody else seeing this right uh, now? Anybody? Anybody? I mean, my God, wow. I can't say a word I without just, this. Uh, right. this guy takes everything to heart, doesn't he? Totally. For the love of Christ, this is going to be the longest three months of my There's life. There's my first prayer. <laughs> hey, just so you know, uh, John is here for the Craigslist Freak of the yeah. Week. We got, yes. uh, this isn't it right here? No. no <laughs> we got okay. Four past champions going at it. It's a playoff round. Yes, it and is. There'll be a guest in here, Mr. Rob Durham, mm. local comedian who wrote this book called uh, Don't Wear Shorts on Stage, the stand-up guide to comedy. 
He's a teacher also in the uh, Rockwood School District, and he's doing something great for uh, for teachers over at Funny Bone. So he'll be uh, sitting in while John does the Craigslist Freak of the Week. And uh, just uh, going to finish up news here. You know, we're talking about the uh, the Parkland the Parkland school shooter before. Here's a here's an interesting take on all those uh, school shootings, all these school shootings. Representative Diana Black of uh, Tennessee is claiming is claiming that a uh, pornography is a factor in causing school shootings. Now, she's running for governor of Tennessee, and she said last week during a meeting with uh, with local pastors that porn is a quote big part of what's driving the increase in school shootings. What kind of porn are these kids watching? Mm-hmm. And she says it's available on the shelf when you walk into the grocery store. Yeah, you have to reach up to get it, but there's pornography there. All this is available without parental guidance. I think this is a big, big part of the root cause. She also blames school shootings on uh, mental illness, violent movies, and what she called the deterioration of the family. Porn porn in grocery stores, huh? I was going to say, what aisle is that in? Magazines, next, I would imagine. I would imagine what right she calls, aluminum foil. calls porn. <laughs> you know, maybe she's thinking the uh, Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue yeah. is, is porn or something. Yeah. So your kids, your kids are, uh, you know, at school for most of the year, and now they're home, right? Schools ended, uh, what, for Illinois kids yesterday for the most part? I believe so, yeah. My kids were out last Thursday. Your kids all out? Yep, all all out. Last Thursday. So, for three long months, they're going to be at home. So, how much money are you going to spend entertaining them every week? Oh, man. Is this per child? Um, According to a new study, parents spend an average of $170 a week entertaining their kids during the summer. It's about $24 a day. But you know what? That seems pretty accurate. Yeah. And that includes costs like uh, camps, amusement parks, sports, other activities, movies, new toys, books, trips, and meals out. Now, on the bright side, once they're back in school, the cost of uh, keeping them entertained drops to 66 bucks a week. Which is still a lot, but it's yes. more than 100 bucks a week. Less than the summer. My wife thinks she has to do something with the kids every day. Like, they start camp next week, but she thinks every moment needs to be taken up with activities. I'm like, you're killing yourself. Yeah. And uh, them, too, in a little bit, you know, because they, I'm sure their mind is to where they want to just get up and just kind of be. I just don't want them sitting. I just don't want them sitting at home. Why? Yeah. I think there's a lot of value in giving them a little bit of a break and not all summer. Yeah, they've been doing stuff all year. Yeah. Let them relax. I'm getting burned out on it. Let him watch some TV all day. Who cares? No, not every day. Not every day. Yeah. But it's okay if, if for a day. You're not a bad parent if you let them just hang out. Maybe a parallel could be professional, let's say, baseball players. At the end of the season, they rest for a bit before yeah, they get back at it. That's cool. Yeah. Listen, they start camp next week. But I know she just feels obligated. They got to be, be, be doing something all the time. God love her. She's trying to be a good mom. I, I get it. I gotta be driving yourself crazy. Yeah. Well, what am I gonna do with them today? I don't know. I mean, you know, I didn't. I, we didn't seem to worry about it with our two. You know, when they got and out now of school. Look, now <laughs> look what happened. 
I mean, you the hell does that mean? You know what, guys? Moving back in no, as an adult. You never went to camp. You never did. No. I mean, but they found things to do all summer. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we played. We played. We had friends in the neighborhood. That's yeah. what I said. That we, from, we didn't worry about now. What can what can they do tomorrow? What can they found things to do themselves from yeah. first grade until I mean, you know, senior year in high school. It was after school. You hung out with the people in the neighborhood, and that was it. Done. Yeah. Who knows what goes on in my house? I certainly don't know. And you probably don't want to know. All right, that is your news. Uh, Patrico's got sports here. And uh, before we get to that, just a just a quick note: free taco alert. Taco Bell is giving away free tacos during the NBA Finals. They're doing their annual steal a game, steal a taco promotion. So if either the Golden State Warriors or Cleveland Cavaliers win a road game. Everyone gets a free Doritos Locos Taco. So if the away team wins game one, two, or three, you get your taco uh, Wednesday, June 13th from 2 to 6. If the away team wins game four, five, six, or 7, get your free taco on uh, June 20th from 2 to 6. Limited to one taco per person per date. This is you something think, they've done before? They do what it for the it? World Series. Uh, okay. No idea. Yeah, they do this promotion a lot. Listen, you go to Taco Bell. Are you are you getting just one thing? No, of course not. Never, do you ever go to? Would you ever you go to door. Taco Bell just to wait for one thing? Uh. Uh-uh. Of course not. You do? No, I mean, I'm, you're kind of waiting for one thing in multiple shapes. No, we all know everything tastes the same. Stop it's just it! A different shape. Stop it! <laughs> it's the Bob Marley of fast food. It all kind of is the same. It is oh all goodness. the same. It's in a different, you know, it's wrapped yeah. in a corn or flour. Can I have it, the Taco Bell in uh, this shape and this shape and this shape, please? No, and what? I'll take this one fresco style. Yeah, I was going to say. We, we, I think it was a comedian said this, or or maybe it was us because we're hilarious. But we said <laughs> when you go to Taco Bell, it's either one of two things. I would like this cr- crunchy, soft, or with or without sour cream. That's, That's it. it. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> some cinnamon it. twists. Right, I mean, this is brilliant marketing. It really is. They'll yeah. get a million people online. They'll give away a million free tacos. But everybody online is not going to just buy that or wait for that. They're going to buy. You can't just have one. You're, yeah, you're going to have. You're going to have one for free when you buy five. Out of those million people, you're going to have. Let's just even say 100,000 high school kids that go, I'm here to get the free taco. <laughs> and then they go away. Yeah. And then the guy behind him, the guy behind him goes, I'm here for my free taco and a crunch wrap supreme and three chicken bean burritos and you know. Of course. Damn it. Now I want Taco Bell. Yeah, me too. You can't (laughs) go there without getting the cinnamon twist. Is Lion's Choice coming in today? Uh, No, not today. It's next week. Oh, no, you said today. I know. I was was so anxious. I was like, ooh. Did he not say today? I I don't even know what you're talking about. Lions Choice is coming in. Roast beef restaurant. Well, I know here. that, but I had no—I was not <laughs> made aware that they were coming ever. It's going to be a Same surprise, but then why'd you look at me and ask if <laughs> he said yesterday? <laughs> yeah, I was mistaken. I was, well, anyway. I was so excited. Anyway, mm. anyway, uh, do you think people drive around to the various Taco Bells in the St. Louis metro area collecting during these promotions? Because by the way, it paid off the past couple of years. In 2016, the Warriors won Game Four. And in 2017, the Warriors won Game 3, which led to free tacos for everybody. Go basketball. (laughs) Go free tacos. The Rizzuto Show Sports. 
Uh, don't screw this up, fatty. Sports brought to you by Hotshot Sports Bar and Grill. 11 area locations, all the games, all the time. Alex Reyes made his return yesterday, and dude was legit tossing fire. His 96-mile-an-hour fastball was cooking, and then it dropped to 92 and never went back up. And that made the pitching staff and the trainers extremely concerned. They went to the mound, and even though he was pitching great, Reyes was pulled after just four innings of work. Hey, you know what? It's his first game back. Hey, he's into it, fellas. The Cardinals went on to lose to the Brewers 3-2 yesterday. Uh, as far as Reyes is concerned, he said, hey, I felt fine. I was a little more gassed than I thought I would be, but other than that, Boy, we're when good. Was, when he was I, doing the rehab starts, how dominant was he? Yeah, was zero ERA in 23 and a half innings or something like that. I happened to be watching that on TV. Oh, no, I wasn't. No, I was no, listening to didn't. it in the car when that happened, Tom. There's your, there's your answer. And, the and my goodness, it was all hands on deck. This guy might yeah. be hurt again, blah, 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 but... He did, like, his next three, four pitches were 94 and 96 and blah, blah, blah. But I think they took him out, would you say, probably because of the pitch count, right? I would imagine. Yeah, I mean, he just, and he even said himself that he was just gassed. Yeah, he was like, I'm cool. But, I mean, they had the manager out there, mm-hmm. the pitching coach, the trainer. <laughs> yeah. I think Mosellock came down and yeah, yeah. <laughs> went out there. Ozzy Smith was there for some yeah, reason. Whitey Herzog showed up. Down there. <laughs> Uh, you asked, you asked Riz uh, if if my parents were upset, based on my dad's reaction of of Jeff saying that he just had to listen to it. Yeah. I would assume the answer is yes, considering he said, "Yeah, ain't that a crock?" I mean, you know, well, I would have loved to have seen Reyes, you know, in his debut coming back. You know, I would have loved to have seen. But that. that's, I mean, but that's it for the Facebook games, right? Yeah, we, we had two. two. We had two, yeah. And, uh, and and Dad, you do know that Mom has Facebook, so you could have watched. I'm it. not watching this on a little bitty screen. No, but there are right, ways to put it on no, the big screen. Yeah, right. you can. There's one, literally a cable you can use that go from your laptop to your TV, and it's just like it's on TV. What'd you say? Yep. <laughs> uh, right. Your, your new roommate could do that for you whatever. if you ask. Uh, <laughs> the uh, the cards play the Pirates at Bush. Jack Flaherty gets the start tonight. First pitch scheduled for six fifteen. Uh, Mizzou forward Jonte Porter has withdrawn his name from the NBA draft and will return for his sophomore season. Uh, the school announced Porter's decision on Wednesday. He followed his brother Michael Porter Jr. in declaring for the draft, but he did not hire an agent, which allows him to return to school. So he will be playing his sophomore year at Mizzou. Uh, this upcoming season, which is good. Uh, scouts said that uh, John Tate could have gone late first round, early second, and um, we'll have to see what happens uh, after a sophomore year where he will be projected to go in the draft. His brother, Michael Porter Jr., is scheduled or is expected to go early first round. Aren't they saying about him he had the, uh, as far as the draft class, they're saying he's the soft. highest body fat percentage. Mm-hmm, yeah, and they're saying he's extremely soft. <laughs> like, he had the highest body fat percentage. You don't want to declaring for the draft, and the I saw I saw one anonymous NBA owner or NBA GM, I'm sorry, say that they believe Michael Porter Jr. has the potential to be a first round overall number one overall pick. However, he just does not care about basketball, and he's going to be one of those players where you'll forget forget at eight months after he's drafted, you'll forget his name. Like he's six foot eleven. And I guess uh, 412 pounds, which I just, it doesn't make any <laughs> listen, sense. Charles Barkley was not thin. No, and, and dominant. But, but And the round mound of rebound. You got it, man. You Different got positions, it. though. You get in there with your rebound, but. A, uh, that is true. A slew baseball player has been suspended from the team uh, following an accusation of sexual assault. The slew athletic department confirmed the player's suspension yesterday. The assault is uh, said to have occurred on January 12th. 
This is not SLU's first run-in when it comes to athletes and sexual assault. If you remember, those three basketball players were dismissed from the team after sexual accusations or sexual assault accusations earlier last year. Uh, the athletic department said that the student has until today to appeal things. The Washington Capitals beat the Golden Knights 3-2 to last night in Vegas to even things up at a game apiece. An amazing save by Braden Holpe from the Capitals is the only reason why that game was a 3-2 to win for the Capitals. Absolutely unbelievable. Uh, Alex Ovechkin, Brooks Orpik, and Lars Eller scored for the Capitals. Game 3 played Saturday in Washington, D.C. Interesting note from last night. This is a fun fact for you. With the Capitals' win yesterday, it means that the Florida Panthers and the St. Louis Blues are the only two teams to never pick up wins after making it to the Stanley Cup Finals. Hmm. Wow. Panthers wow. in 96 and the Blues in the first three years. Every of time they got swept? Swept, swept, swept. Wow. Boy, Holpe made some save last night with an open net. Oh, boy. That's what, yeah, yeah, that was that was the save I was talking about. Yeah, absolutely with, unbelievable. With the paddle? Oh, boy. Uh, the Philadelphia 76ers are investigating whether team president Brian Colangelo used several Twitter accounts to anonymously trash talk some of his own players this and guy. other execs on his team. <laughs> Reports came out about the allegations on Tuesday saying targets of the five Twitter accounts included Joel Embiid and uh, Mark uh, Markel Fultz, the former GM, a Toronto Raptors exec, a former 76er uh, and former 76ers players. Colangelo said that he used one of the accounts to monitor the NBA industry and other current events, but said he wasn't familiar with the other four. Somebody said that they believe that it was his wife. If you're going to, if somebody says, hey man, I bet you got five fake Twitter accounts, you're going to go, no, I don't. You're not going to go, well, I got one, but not five. Well, he was releasing medical records, apparently. It was on ridiculous. There. It was unbelievable. Well, and his own I players mean, called him out. stuff. His own players called him out about it. Uh, the NBA Finals get started tonight. Golden State hosts the Cavaliers. Four straight time. The two teams meet in the finals. Tip-off is at 8. And finally, you had mentioned this earlier, uh, Zidane steps down uh, from the from the uh, coaching position at Real Madrid. Three consecutive Champions League titles. And he says that the players need a change. He said, if I would coach next year, we would not be winning titles. Not what I he, heard. He's, wow. he's uh, going to open up a five guys. And, uh, <laughs> That's pretty cool. I literally I mean, sat there and I'm like, what the hell cool. did you hear? Five guys. This dude, this dude is He's going to open up uh, Spain's he, first five guys. Yeah. He, dude, said, he, said, he basically king. said that uh, the players, they needed a change. Uh, they were getting comfortable. We're going out on top. And Well, a listen. lot of those players are all... Uh, all but pinned to uh, other clubs right now, too. Yeah. So it's, it's He might be a, going, I'm, I'm just going to step out yeah, while we're on top. Well. I'm Patrico. That's your sports. And boom goes the dynamite. The Rizzuto Show. Headline who's Brought to you by 123mortgage.com, a division of my mutual mortgage, NMLS number 12901. So let's go to Racine, Wisconsin, where cops tried to pull over a 55-year-old woman named Brenda McMorris on Saturday night for driving without her headlights on. But she took off and they got into a chase. Eventually, Brenda stopped in a parking lot. And the cops got her out of the car to do sobriety checks. And she told them she'd uh, smoked crack earlier. Crack is whack. But they kept doing the sobriety checks. So she got mad. Brenda told the cops the test was dumb because she already made it clear she wasn't drunk. Quote, I already told you, I smoke crack. Crack is whack. She also said she hadn't slept in three days, which I believe. <laughs> you know, Racine is the uh, Racine Bells. That's, uh, that's, where they, right. that's where they have the uh, the women's baseball team. From a uh, league of their own, yes. That's, that's the first right. thing I thought as well. 
Uh, she was charged with one felony count of attempting to flee or elude. But guys, hey, no drunk driving charges. Hey, so, way to go. That's a win. That's a win. Crack is whack. Take off from Racine, Wisconsin. Brandon McMorris, you are today's Headline Hooge. Pseudo Show, traffic and weather. All right, folks, up after the break, Craigslist Freak of the Week, and we'll talk with our guest, Mr. Rob Durham, local stand-up comic doing something really cool with the funny bone. And then we'll talk about his book. It is The Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. All right, welcome back to The Riz Show. John Patrico's here. Got the uh, Craigslist Freak of the Week coming up here in a second. Yes, it is. And we have another guest, John. Whoa. He gets very jealous. Yeah, I sure do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mr. Rob Durham is here. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Thank nice God, you, you stay off me. So, so Whoa. Else Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Uh-huh. Tension. Listen, he, we know, he was, we all know you're a star. He was saying that we, we don't bother him. Like, we stop ragging on him. You don't pick on me when somebody else is here, at least. We'll get back to you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> now, I want to thank you, Rob. Uh, for sending me this book, and and when I had to do my stand-up comedy punishment, Rob sent me his book, Don't Wear Shorts on Stage, uh, The Stand-Up Guide to Comedy. Yeah. Which is a great book, by the way. Thank you. Available uh, on Amazon. Amazon, and Nook, and Kindle. and. So basically, this is a book... And, uh, and and yes, you, you did you grow up in St. Louis? No, I grew up in Ohio. Moved to St. Louis in 05. But you're a teacher in the St. Louis area. Yes, yes. I'm going to say, I teach at Marquette High School. All right. You teach Nothing to hide. Well, that's cool, man. Can you imagine your, your teacher's a, uh, a stand-up? What a great two professions to have. I mean, you stand in front of people and talk and try to entertain, right? Yeah, I do five shows by three o'clock every day. <laughs> <laughs> but the book is great because, and, and it, does ha- it does have some great tips on if you do want to become a stand-up comic, yeah. like here are kind of like the do's and don'ts. This book is not going to make you funny. Right. No, there's there's no you know trick on being funny. It, it does a lot of things. I kept coming to open mic years ago, and I was like, there's like 50 people signing up, and a lot of them just make the same mistakes every week. So I got sick of seeing it. As a teacher, I was like, I gotta fix it. How right. can I make money off this? So uh-huh. <laughs> I keep a uh, I keep a copy of my classroom. There was a kid that stole my class copy two years ago. He's opening for me this week. Ah, Brian Berger. That's hilarious. I was gonna say Kevin Hart, huh? That's crazy. <laughs> that's <funny. laughs> Yeah, because I, I mean, I had some questions, um, and I'm, I'm just going to go through some of these, uh, some of these things here. With all you. right. And again, if you're if you're start, and this is this is all in the starting out chapter. Like, yeah. If I want to, and this was me when I had to do my stand up comedy punishment. I, I mean, I had questions. Uh, for example, um, I have some hilarious stories. Can I well, Can I tell them on stage? Did and you bring up a very good point. Yeah, you can't just go into these long stories like. I was going to say Bill Cosby, but those are different stories. Um, <laughs> you know, you, you nobody knows your background and everything. Right. You have to be with friends to tell funny stories. And if they don't know anything, it just doesn't work like that. So you need set up a punchline. Just get to the joke, kids. Greg Fitzsimmons told me to drop a name. He said, just stick the joke. Mm-hmm. So a lot of a lot of open micers need to realize how to do that. They, they get up there and ramble on these stories that nobody knows what the heck they're talking right. about. Oh, yeah. I got some funny stories that make people laugh, but nobody knows you. There's no context. There. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's no audience there. waiting for punchlines. Now, the thing with me was, and I did tell some stories on stage, but I had the audience stacked with my people. Yeah, well, that helps. Yeah. So they, you know, they know me from listening on the, you know, listening on the radio five days a week. That's why I did my first time up in college, and I won like a $30 contest. And I was like, yeah, I stacked the crowd. Week two, they didn't come back, and right. I bombed. <laughs> yeah, if I was, in, if I was in, in front of people, I had no idea who they were, and mm-hmm. they had no idea who I was. 
it'd be a totally different story. Yeah. yeah. Now, another crutch for people, and it's a great, great little thing on here. Is it okay to use bad words? It is to a point, but you get so much more work when you can work clean. And the open mic, you know, these guys are 24, 25, like, whatever, Durham, I'm going to do what I want. And I was like, you know, I just made $400 in 20 minutes at a Christmas party. So, Mm -hmm. you you know, you can can live with your parents. No offense. But... uh, Thanks. That's, not, that's not an open wound. I was listening on the way in. But, uh, you know, eventually you do want it to, to pay some bills. So, you know, the the cleaner you work and get that reputation, you get a lot more work out of it. And people have called me the either the dirtiest clean comic or the cleanest dirty comic. So, hey, Listen, Jerry what? Seinfeld don't curse. Right. right. He's, he's done well, right? Yeah. yeah, he's doing okay. Mm-hmm. I, also, I also heard uh, Will Smith don't have to cuss to sell records, but uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, it's Will Smith. Yeah, Will Smith. <laughs> Will Smith. Yeah, does, Will Smith doesn't curse in his records. No, I was quoting Eminem. Yeah, that was Remember an Eminem that? song. Yeah. Will Smith doesn't have a curse in, uh, curse in his records. Yeah, but Eminem lies sometimes. And, and then he says, <laughs> and then he says, "What? Eminem never lies. <laughs> he never lies." And then he says something like, "Why well, do so? F him and F you too, or something mm-hmm. like that." I just want to get points with my students. I quoted Eminem on the yeah, radio. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Count it. Yep. Straight. Legit. <laughs> some West County points right there. Uh, who, are some, who are some other clean comics? Jim Gaffigan. Uh, uh, Brian Regan. Yeah. 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 They're much cleaner than I still talk about adult issues, but if you don't drop an F-bomb in your punchline, you're 100 times cleaner. Yeah. yeah. Well, swing and a miss on, on, on my stand up. <laughs> yeah. I got a little dirty. Yeah. A little? Just a little. Mm. I got a you little. Did say, I think you said hell once. Didn't you? I got a little dirty. <laughs> but I kind of was, was making fun of it. Yeah. Like I was. Did you hydrate. hear my Did you hear my routine? I, I heard about it. You know what? It's on our uncensored podcast. Okay. And, uh, and you should listen to it and grade me. <laughs> Will do. Because I retired after. I'll write a whole I, blog about I, it. I retired. I was up there. I did my 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 tight five. Never again. Never again. You sure you don't want to do a late show <laughs> five minutes? Uh, Certainly not. So were you R-rated or X-rated? Oh, it was a hard R. Yeah, it was a hard R, definitely. <laughs> it was, it was, it toted the NC-17. No! <laughs> yeah. That, no. ha- that happens at open mic all the time. These new guys come out and they're like, I'm going to shock the world. And it's like, you you can't do that. You can't get away with it. And they hear laughter in their back and we're laughing at them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was the worst bomb you ever saw somebody somebody have on an open mic oh boy it's it's almost weekly the first timer and you know they they don't stack the crowd so it's like mm-hmm. you, you may want to do that but they'll just come in and they'll bring up inappropriate props if you know what i'm getting at yeah and just eat it and like they'll be racist or you know bring up stuff you just you know it's really tough you don't make the holocaust funny you can't do that yeah <laughs> and they get it's up there and do too that. soon yeah. yeah i think i remember being at a an open mic a few months ago and it was it went racial with yeah. this one dude and like in the middle of his joke he knew that it was going nowhere and he just went well let's just move on to something <laughs> it's, it can be and you back me up on this going to to open mic can be incredibly entertaining and it can be ridiculously uncomfortable yeah it's just, if somebody up there is dying <laughs> for five minutes it's horrible yeah we just sit in the back and go uh-oh yeah exactly well, and, they need and to, you know pretty much right away too oh, you yeah. need to know how to deal with it yeah like it's 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 one thing to bomb; it's another thing to bomb and deal with a with, with it a certain way on stage. Yeah, people ask me like, "What happens when a joke doesn't work?" I I try out as many new jokes as I can on these Tuesday night open mics, and if they don't work, you got to just make fun of it yourself and then move on to something that does. But so know. another thing you talk about is, uh, but I'm, listen, I make everybody laugh at work. 
<laughs> so I should just wing it on stage and yeah. just try it out. Winging it is not a great idea. Never. No, it's, I am a programmed robot up there. The trick is to make it look spontaneous, but mm -hmm. no, I'm a robot. I was, you know what? And I was going to ask you, since you're in that world, do you know successful comedians that at least give off the air that hey, I'm just going to go up there with a microphone and just see what happens. But really they got, Oh yeah. Team. Yeah. My favorite comics name is Jimmy Pardo and he, oh, he he's been yeah. here. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's, he's great. Man. He does all this crowd work and there's this shtick that goes with it and he has a lot of the same out ins and outs and things he goes to, but it sounds very spontaneous, mm -hmm. but, but it's planned. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. What he's going to say. It's, um, I don't, know, I don't do a lot of crowd work because I don't know. I just, you know who's somebody that just wings it? Burt Kreischer. <laughs> Burt Kreischer. Yeah. He was in here and he was like, man, I just go on stage and just... Yeah, but that that dude's a different animal, man. I mean, like, he's got all these stories from college. He's yeah. got all these things. And going back to the don't just go up there and tell funny stories, 90% of his stories have that punchline. Yeah, they have the... No work but, to write. But, Ian Bagg does yeah. that, too, very well. But he's also... And Ian, Bag Ian Bagg's going to be here tomorrow. Oh, wow. Um, uh, Burt Kreischer, I mean, he is Van Wilder. He's what, yeah. what Van Wilder is based off of. So his stories, kind of people know already, and there's some context there. Yeah. His his book, so I, I bought his book, the audio, like the audio version of his book, and listening to it. <laughs> Reading. Huh? Is, that, is that what I got to do to get you to listen to my? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and, and, and honestly, listening to his book, that's his stand-up. Huh. That's what he his does. Stories. Yeah. It's his stories, and it's his from being in a frat, from being in college, and all these crazy stories. And they're great; they're yeah. they're fantastic. But he's one of those rare guys that can do that. Yeah. And we're we're talking to Rob Durham in his book, uh, "Don't Wear Shorts on Stage: The Stand-Up Guide to Comedy." And this is something I did. So am I supposed to stand in front of a mirror and practice like a little kid or something? I did that. Yeah, I still every once in a while I don't use the mirror, but if I haven't got if I've done you know a month without a show, I got to kind of rehearse or listen to an old recording of my show or something in practice or at least on the drive there. Because part of my punishment was not I was not allowed to go to an open mic. Oh. So I had a hairbrush. And I had my iPhone with a timer, mm -hmm. and I practiced in front of me. Yeah, I've used the hairbrush, the remote. And, I, and you know what I said? I said, look at me, not crying in front of the mirror this time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the mic stand. The oh mic stand is something I didn't think about. This is how you can tell right away it's a first-timer. They will take the mic out of the stand and leave it right in front of them. And I probably did the same thing. you got to move that thing to the side or at least leave the mic in it, and they just stand there with it in front. So, yeah, I wrote like half a page on that. Do you remember what I did? Yes. You took the mic, and then you leaned on it. Yeah. Oh, moved okay. it to the side, right? I took the microphone, moved it slightly to the side, and kind of right-hand microphone. Yeah, that's good. Left hand kind of leaned on the microphone. You can do that. Now, why you pulled your pants down, I don't know, but <laughs> it worked. He, he goes... Says that in the book. Oh, Talks okay. about taking it out. Okay, <laughs> Is it a good idea? That's a no-no, I think. <laughs> taking it out. Should I? <laughs> no. Rob uh, says no. Chapter three. Rob says no. <laughs> no. Not. Yeah, the, the mic stand is is important. I, I never thought about it mm. when I when I was off on the on the wing at the at the you know Helium Comedy Club and you know standing on the on the side of the stage. I 
I was like, man, I, I don't know what to do with the mic stand. <laughs> now, if you didn't have a handheld mic, would you know what to do? Would you like a lapel or whatever the hell it's called? You know, the thing that you the, they clip on here? No, I'm always worried about my hands. That's I'm saying. If I was to do it, I would rather have the handheld yes. so you know something to do with your hands. I have been right? offered the lapel mic. I'm like, no, I don't want, I'm not Christopher Titus. I don't need both. You know, I think him and Lewis Black both use, you know, they don't like anything in their hands. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm, I'm not that angry. Right. I'm, <laughs> I'm fine. I mean, Mom, did you have a stool? No. Sit on? no, you didn't have nothing. No. Yeah, I, there was there though. was one. There, there was, was one option. available. Now there's a mess of a stool. If you're doing five minutes, you don't need to sit down. Right? <laughs> it's not sit down comedy. Like two and a half in, you go, "Ooh, I gotta sit down." <laughs> yeah. And there are kids that get up and do that their first time. They bring a drink up or they smoke or back when you could smoke inside, they'd smoke in a four minute set. It's like, what? Come on. <laughs> I did bring my drink on stage. I didn't drink out of it, but yeah. I put it. I put it on the stool. That's which was that's behind okay. me. Yeah. Was that's that a crutchy thing for you though? Were you like, or or did you just find yourself going up there and you still? had in your hand like oh i gotta no because i was drinking off to the side right i I thought i thought maybe it was a it was an opportunity to where like you know you're wrapping up and you know you maybe have 30 seconds left and that light still isn't on so you go "Mm, i'm gonna go get a drink (laughs) ron white White is the guy that goes up with the drink and the cigar oh i i worked with him years ago oh that's Uh, great that's that's that drinking thing's not an act he (laughs) if you have the wrong (laughs) scotch backstage yeah he gets pissed oh yeah um, how much should one drink before they go on stage? Uh, maybe one if you can handle it. I think I probably had three or four my first time, and yeah, it can be a crutch too. Cause a lot of kids get loaded before their first time ever. Like I've had six. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be a mess. <laughs> yeah. But it, um, yeah, I've I even perf- I perform better when I don't have anything in me at all because I'll. I don't get drunk, but I'll slur on a word or slip up really, really easily. I had one and a half martinis. I thought it was perfect. Oh, that is perfect. That's right in the pocket. Yeah. Everybody has perfect. their own combination. Perfect. My buddy had like three red wines the other day. I'm like, what are you going to book club? What are you- <laughs> <laughs> That's a real messy puke too. If oh, you get oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I drank a bottle of wine once and threw up all over a futon. Uh, <laughs> yikes! <laughs> all right, what should I wear on stage? You should wear. I wear jeans most of the time. Jeans, nice shirt college shirt you want to dress um they always say one level better than your audience so I, like if i do an open or a, a show out in the sticks of missouri bell missouri i did a show once and i wore like a sport jacket i'm like oh they're no <laughs> this doesn't work at all this is too much for them so i just wear like a jeans and a nice v-neck or something nah done with the collar occasionally on a saturday night if it's during the winter i'll now, how deep coat. does your V-neck go? Are we talking? Do we see? It shows a little bosom. It's a little under. Just to make us, just enough to make us plunging. Plunging is bad. Should I wear or can I wear shorts on stage? Never. <laughs> and I get people all the time. Well, Iglesias does. And you're not him. You're not Gabriel Iglesias. So yeah. stop it. And it's fun because everybody on. It's, kind of getting old actually if there's somebody that does it they'll take a picture put it on facebook and tag me it's like all right that's great somebody in north dakota did it all right when you get to that level when you're playing when you're playing arenas (laughs) okay when you're selling out theaters go ahead wear whatever you want Mm -hmm. wear whatever you want do not wear shorts on stage honestly i agree with you what about jeans and flip-flops uh flip-flops are just uh Jimmy Pardo would hate that. You know why? You know why you should wear shorts on stage? Because I don't want to stare at your legs, and that's all I'm going to think about. I'm going to lock right. in on your legs. All right, guys don't have good-looking legs anyway, and if I according just, to you, I'll disagree with you. I'm going to lock right. in on your legs, and I and whatever you're saying, it's blah blah blah. I'm just locked in on your legs and your toes. I don't want to see your toes. No, nobody wants that. F- 
flip-flops, listen, man, I used to be, listen, I'm from St. Louis. I used to be the guy that wore jeans and flip-flops when we would go out and stuff. And then one day, it literally just clicked. I was like, I hate my feet. Why am I showing these to everybody else? Like, flip-flops are designed for when I'm going to the pool or going to the beach, and that's it. Yeah, your feet look good till you're about, what, 25 or so, and then it's like everything starts going downhill around there. Yeah. And then, oh. yeah. Sagging. This was uh, something that made me think of Jeff Burton. Jeff Burton is a huge Mitch Hedberg fan. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Never saw him, though. I'm a big fan of Mitch Hedberg. Is it okay to perform like he does? Uh, that was a epidemic when I started in 2000. Just everybody was either Bill Hicks or Mitch Hedberg. And it's like, you, they, if they didn't do their jokes, they did something so close to it. Mm-hmm. It was like, stop it. You can't. Like, you're not Hedberg. They don't talk like him. Right. You know, ugh. Develop your own style. Yeah. yeah. Anthony Jeselnik was kind of the most recent plague of, you know, open mic comics trying to be like someone. In that oh, style. Just that very low energy, like shocking humor. Well, I mean, the yeah. first one was, I mean, Stephen Wright. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, Mitch Hedberg kind of ripped off Stephen Wright a little bit, don't you think? Or no? Or am I wrong on that? Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not the, the authority to say that. Yeah, I, I think they're unique enough just because they're both short jokes like that. I am not. I certainly don't want to upset the Hedberg fans. I got to meet him once. Very nice guy. Like, I was a doorman in the Columbus Funny Bone years ago when I started out. And, like, these famous comics would come in. I had no idea how big they were. And some of them weren't that big. You know, Dave Attell and everyone mm-hmm. would come in. And it was great. Sometimes I, I'd pick them up from the hotel yeah, like Joe Rogan cool. got in my escort. He's like, oh, they sent the limo, huh? I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Joe, get Joe on Rogan? Yeah. Fear Factor's Joe Rogan? Yeah. Get in, Joe. Um, who was his roommate? Was it Craig Gass? Craig Gass, yeah. Craig Gass lived mm-hmm. with him. Yeah, blew me away. Lived with uh, Mitch Hedberg. For, he just kind of flippantly said it. Yeah, I lived with him for, for quite a while. You know, somebody wow. said when I when I was doing my, uh, my, my five minutes, they're like, hey, you should just take like Eddie Murphy's. Delirious. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. would have translated well. And, well, I mean, they're a cover. They're a cover bands. Why are they not cover comics? I yeah, agree. there I'm are. I almost got a gig. Uh, I'm so heartbroken. I don't get. Th- I was gonna have to pick the guy up at the airport, drive him to like Effingham or something. He's a Robin Robin Williams comedian. Like, oh, sure you are. <laughs> That's an impersonator. So he does. yeah. So I, he acts like him and. And Robin Williams, not to speak ill of him, but he was kind of known for stealing people's jokes. So this is like a double steal. Robin Williams, huh? He was a joke stealer. I never knew that, really. He would just take a simple joke that would fly under the radar by a different comedian, and he would Robin Williams it, which is go over the top and do a somersault and do all this, and it would bury the fact that he stole it. Yeah, Yeah. jazz it up. And they didn't have the internet back then, so, Mm -hmm. you know. Well, I heard that about Dennis Leary. Who was the other big one? Was uh, Carlos Mencia? Oh, oh yes. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Joe Rogan, he's the one that outed him on that. Yeah, right. Carlos Mencia. Mm-hmm. I heard, uh, yeah, uh, Dennis Leary was a joke stealer. More, most recently, uh, Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer. Yeah. Yeah, that's was messy called out situations. for joke stealing. Yeah. Yeah, now with the internet, everything's available. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All the bits are out there. Yeah. So if you steal, you will be found out. Yeah. Well, they're stealing tweets and things. That guy... Yesterday on Facebook that stole the one about, you know, to be fair, it's hard to tell if uh, something about Roseanne and the president. and Oh, so so like, like uh, you know, just stealing other people's tweets. That's a new way of stealing jokes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It happened to Greg Warren. He got uh, some of his stuff. I think they're starting to cite them better now because people are calling these, these mm-hmm. thieves out. Mm-hmm. You can't get away with anything. No. Nah. Nothing. All right. Rob Durham is here. We got to take a break. We'll come back and we'll do the uh, Craigslist Freak of the Week. And I want to talk about your uh, your funny bone. Yeah, 
gig over the next teacher week. Days. Yeah, so explain that real quick. Yeah, teachers get in free with the school ID. Um, it's tonight through Sunday night. Uh, make a reservation. I have most of my material is about teaching. I've substitute taught in elementary. I've taught inner city. I teach out in West County now at Marquette. So I've I've been there, done that. Yes, Plenty you're a of teacher. Material. If you're a teacher, yes. go see Rob this weekend over at Funny Bone and uh, get in for free if you bring your school ID. The Rizzuto Show, traffic and weather. Listen, I, I love stand-up comedy. Same here, man. I love taking it apart. I love the method. Yeah. I love how people write jokes. I love comics, so I could talk about this forever, but we got to get to the freaks. John's in the bullpen over here. He's, oh, he's warm. Yeah. He's ready, ready to go. Ready. All right, welcome back. Phone number 31496 dude. 31496 9333. Head out the cameras and chat room, 1057thepoint.com/slash/riz. On the socials at R-I-Z-Z Show. Use that Twitter to vote for the Craigslist Freak of the Week, it's a Freak of the Week playoff round. Four past champions going at it. Comedian Rob Durham is here. Hello. Hello. Talking about his book, uh, Don't Wear Shorts on Stage, a uh, stand-up guide to comedy. Also, teachers, see Rob this weekend over at Funny Bone for free. Yes, get in free with a school ID or just, I don't know, draw one up with a crayon. You can do it. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Also, you got a new book out too, don't you? I like do. A, a Around novel. the Block. Yeah, a young yeah. adult book. Uh, I was like, I need to sell to my students. So I wrote uh-huh. one called Around the Block that's kind of aimed for boys or girls that don't normally like to read. Like, I have a lot of boys that they're like, this is the only book I read all year. Like, oh, you were cool. supposed to read three or four during our class. No, no, this is the only one I read. So, oh, cool. yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a book about a boy who. Uh, yeah, it's like the, the weirdest girl in the high school is obsessively in love with him, which happened to me, actually. And because of that, he gets attention from the 6'1 softball-playing girl who parties with college guys. And he's, like, never made it to first base at all. So now he's got this 6'1 girl that's got a reputation. That's the title around the block. Who likes him? Well, he's got this other girl stalking him. So it's fun. It's well, very funny. A real renaissance man. Look at this guy. Stand-up comic, writer, teacher. And he's top five Avon salesman, uh-huh. too. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, paper yeah. chef. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amway. Whatever. All right, now, Rob, I want you to pay attention. Craig's is Freak of the Week. So we got uh, four past champions. These are champions in their respective weeks. They've made it to the next round. These are all freaks from... Do we have any locals here? No, I think this is I don't, all... I don't know. Europeans. No, these are all... These are all international. International. Freaks. Okay, wow. Well, if you, if you, if you don't know, uh, Craigslist shut down the personals in the U.S. So the United States personals on Craigslist, done. Oh, Probably good really idea. cool how you pretended not to know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a wife, thank you. <laughs> so for many, many years, we've been we've been going to the St. Louis area Craigslist to find these freaks. I mean, these were our friends, yeah. our neighbors. Hell, could be you. Yeah. <laughs> Teachers, I don't know, I don't know who, who these freaks are. But since they've, uh, they've shut it down in the States here, we've had to go outside. And the freaks are out there. Mm-hmm. No matter so John's, where you are. John's going to read the four freaks. Yes. And you vote for your favorite. One of these moving on to the next round of the Freak of the Year playoffs. Maybe one of these ads. They'll be etched on that Jerry Sandusky memorial plaque. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But John, ready? Yeah, let's do it. And you guys going to vote via Twitter at R-I-Z-Z Show. And a voting will open as soon as John is done reading the fourth and final ad. Here we go, John. Craigslist Freak of the Week, ad number one. Pleasure a beast, man for anyone, 35-year-old Liverpool. Greetings, all. I am looking for the pleasures of a four-legger and hopefully 
You can be of help to me. I am willing to sacrifice almost all of my dignity to get what I want. And what I want is your furry four-legger. Please spot me a few hours. Does not matter if male or female. I just need some alone time with them. I cannot promise that I will return in exact condition, but I can promise that I will not hurt or injure your furry friend. That is a guarantee. In exchange for you will allow me to have some alone time with your friend, I am willing to give myself to you. Do what you will. The only thing I ask you steer clear of is scarring and marking on my face and arms. I have a very professional job and need to keep my personal life very personal. If you want to treat me like a Kazi, that's fine. Just leave me a towel to clean up. Our relationship must be kept secretive at all times. No one will ever know our interaction. Please send a photo of your four-legger with your response. I'm eagerly waiting to set this up. Thanks. All right, this was the winner back on April the 19th. Uh, really? Now, Kazi is another word for toilet. Correct. Okay, I was, yeah, I was wondering about uh, that. Okay. We, we named this person Bill Kazi. <laughs> right. So I'm, I'm hoping and praying that he wants your four-legger just to walk. Yeah, he I, some, yeah. He needs to get some exercise. That's, yeah, that's and I, true, and I'll tell you, And I'll tell you why. You know? that, it's this line right here. I cannot promise that I will t- return in exact condition, uh, but I can promise that I will not hurt or injure your fr- furry friends. Yeah, so maybe he'll be an, okay. Maybe it's an overweight person that needs to just have some walks. The yeah. f- four-legger le- four really leaves it wide open. Really does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, so you're thinking it's not an animal? <laughs> I don't know. No. It could be anything. Uh-huh. It could be a cat, a dog. Yeah. Horse. A gopher. Not an insect, though. No. 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 Yeah. They would have said eight-legger. No. Six. But, you know, they said... Arachnid would be... Uh, he's ruled out arachnid. Teacher. Here comes the teacher. <laughs> but you can do any, anything you want to me in return, you know? I don't ever want to hear you say that ever again. <laughs> you need to be very clear the next time that you say something like that in regards to the Craigslist ad and then say it. That's I'm going to have nightmares for the rest Bill of my life. Kazi is nominee number one. we got three more. Oh, mm. yeah. Here we go. Ad number two. Go John, coming at you. Old woman looking for a young buck for bondage. Woman for man, 66-year-old, Berlin. I'll supply the cuffs, rope, and giant vibrating dildo. You supply the place to play and the lube. I'm looking for a real freak that lives close to the city and wants to play. I'm a seasoned veteran, and you will have the time of your life if I let you. I control this. If I want to use you like a toilet, I will. If I want to treat you like a pet, I will. If I want to beat you with my fist, I will. You just do what you are told. I want to use you more than once for fun time. I don't pay to play. So male gigolos do not apply. I am not choosy when it comes to weight or color. Just be light-skinned. I want a clean, drug and diseased-free horse that is into bondage and serious toy play. I would also like to hear some of your fantasies. I only give. My husband is the only one who gets this. 
You won't see him, but he will be watching. Let's talk. All right, that's uh, the winner back on May the 10th. Susan Beat Anthony is uh, uh-huh. a <laughs> Do you guys know what a motif is? To bring in a little language arts, which I teach. That's a, a theme, a, a common image that keeps coming up. And the toilet seems uh-huh. to be that common thread. Say this, and toilet then, motif. Yes. Yeah. This is Germany, by the way. So right. So. Berlin. Does she want a horse? I saw a horse. Yeah, know. what was that horse that just came out of nowhere? Horse. I mean, yeah, looking for a young buck. I mean, I'm not sure what's going on there, but... Um, Maybe it was in the translation. <laughs> the, yeah, the we have English. to run these through Google Translate or sometimes, so <laughs> translation is... Uh, uh, I'm not choosing when it comes to waiter color, just be light-skinned. So yeah, no, no, no choosing. <laughs> she not not as indiscriminate as four-legger. <laughs> that's right. No, that's you being choosy. <laughs> you don't have no money. No Susan money. Susan beat Anthony. Oh, she's... Nominee number two. Winter back on May the 10th. Hey. All right. Ready, John? Ready. Here we go. Nominee number three. Help us out. Man for man. 38-year-old Reykjavik, Iceland. I've been down lately and really needing a pick-me-up. And to be honest, my mommy does as well. It's been a while since we've been with a man seeking a stud to do us both. Not at the same time. That'd be gross. That would be gross. You are between 25 and 50. No cigarettes or hard drugs. <laughs> Drinking is okay, but not while on duty. Please be sober when at my house. I get you Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays. Tuesday and Thursday and Sundays, you're with mommy. <laughs> She's 77. Saturdays, we can flip a coin for you. I can't pay but can offer the best sex of your life and a home-cooked meal. We have a very happy home, so don't bring that negative energy here with you. I'm five foot seven, a Husky 215, and cut. She's five foot three, 200 pounds, with big breast. Mommy likes to bite, heads up. Please send us a picture when you reply. Discretion is a must. All right. <laughs> and again, no smokers. I mean, they had me sold on a meal. Uh, <laughs> they get a meal out of this right, deal. I'll, I'll do all of this, but I have two cigarettes a day. Dude, she's 76. Was that what yeah, he said? 77. 77. 77. And it has large, okay. Five, it has large breasts. Large breasts. Breast. Wow. Breast. Hey, we got those direct flights to Iceland, guys. That's right. So. Yeah. I wonder if vaping's okay for this uh, guy. I mean, she, they got it down to Monday, Wednesday. That's me. Let's see. I hope they don't get yeah, the Saturdays we flip a coin for it. Yeah, sounds like my college schedule. <laughs> Mommy likes to bite. Heads oh, up. Yeah, there it is. We got a biter. All right. Uh, that was the uh, the winner back on May the 3rd. Mumford and Son. <laughs> that's Mumford and Son. Beautiful. <sighs> oh, boy. That's gross. Uh, and uh, here we go. Finale. Our... Uh, Final freak for this week. Nominee number four. John, ready? Yeah. Here we go. Where's Mama? Woman for woman, 24-year-old, Napoli. Mama, I'm sorry. I've been a bad girl, and I need to make it up to you. I broke the rules. Eight years ago, I ran away and never came back. Time for me to serve my punishment. Real Mama is not with us anymore. You be between the age of 45 and 65. This is taboo play 
and I want to show you just how sorry I am and how much you mean to me. I will satisfy you in ways that Papa never could. You'll be mad at first, but I expect it. I'm expecting to get spanked hard. Hard enough even to make me cry. I'll do whatever you tell me to do. Make me pay for the past mistakes. Let me know that you are disappointed. I'll never disobey Mama again. Afterwards, you'll kiss it and make it all better. I'll do the same. I'm five foot eight, 72 kilos, giant breast and black hair. Send a pic. The one who looks closest to my real mama wins me. Quickness is appreciated. All right. Another woman with one <laughs> we giant We have breast. a new motif. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Winner back on uh, the 17th. Oh, Mother's Day edition, right? Uh, yes. <laughs> we call this one a Mamma Mia uh-huh. since uh, they're from Napoli. I'm just glad it's this is all female because I'm tired of guys writing in and telling me if they're cut or uncut. Yeah, it seems well, like was one every other there. freaking ass. There's one. Um, anything to say about this one? Uh, what gosh. kind of issue? That was just. <laughs> uh, Mama's gone, but. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. She's like, I ran away eight years ago. And to prove that I'm sorry, I'm going to sleep with somebody that looks like Mama and let her beat the hell out of me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's. You got it, babe. If you've, you know, if you've ever run into any sort of runaway situation, that's how they always handle it. Yeah. That's how the counselor handles it. Okay. Okay. There are your uh, four nominees. Mamma Mia is number four. So voting is now officially open on our Twitter page at R-I-Z-Z Show. Just to recap real quick, uh, nominee number one is Bill Cosby. That is the guy who wants to borrow your dog. I mean, I, I, I got, we got nothing on uh, No, you're yeah. four too specific. Oh, sorry. Four-legger. You're four-legger. Yeah. Uh, nominee number two is Susan Beat Anthony. That is the old woman that's looking for a young guy to do some bondage with. And again, you could basically Take it just, from there. she'll do whatever she wants to you. <laughs> uh, Mumford and Son is number three. That is a guy who wants to have you come over and hook up with him and his mom. Uh, he's got a schedule <laughs> for you. But not at the same time, that would be weird. It's right. Grosso. Be there is a schedule. That's right. And, uh, and be careful, heard, Mama Bite. You just heard from uh, Mama <laughs> Mia. She has giant breasts. Yeah, breasts. <laughs> All right, so we need to endorse uh, one of these freaks, one moving on. You can only vote for one. John, we're going to uh, vote for one freak. Who's I know, the freakiest I to know. move on? You know, you know me. I mean, always, when it comes to an animal thing, it's the scariest thing. But I, I, I got to go against that this time. I got to go Umford and Son. I mean, this mom and, you know, son team. I just can't. I mean, it's just, <laughs> that's bad. It. All right. Yeah, it's it's... Not right. John is going for Mumford and Son. Okay. Not a bad vote. Uh, yes, Tones? No, nothing. <laughs> oh, that you raised your hand. No. Well, who are you going to vote for? I'm going to respectfully disagree with my father, oh. and uh, I'm for sure going to go with uh, Bill Cosby. Because, uh, I mean, that uh, was number two. But I, I mean, as, as weird as the Mumford and Son is, the mom and son that want to share somebody, as freaky as that is, there's nothing... Illegal going on. This is illegal. This is <laughs> disgusting. Uh, this person should be thrown off a cliff. And uh, Bill Cosby gets my vote. Uh, Rob Durham. I agree with everything you said there. And I'm now reconsidering that I did mention what school I teach at. I <laughs> so, um, really don't go there. <laughs> You, you teach uh, you teach at uh, Limburg, right? Yeah. That's what yes, <laughs> yes, boy. And if the kids won't dig this up next fall, yeah. uh, Moon. Bill Cosby, okay. 
<sighs> Jeff, uh, Bill Cosby is, I get it, it's illegal bestiality. Um, I mean, who's no, saying that, though? It, it does. He's not very clear. Right? Four That's legged. true. Are you guys nuts? Uh, and number two <laughs> is bondage. Big deal. Yeah. Number three is a threesome. And number four. No, that's not a threesome. No. What do you mean it's not a threesome? No, it's not. not the same. They're never at the same time. Dad. Okay, so it's even less of a freak <laughs> to me then. So I'm going number four. You want to pretend to have sex with your, or you want to have sex with your pretend mom. She put her name on the freaking thing already. Uh, you uh, that that is shocking to me. Why? I was gonna say you yeah. said put her name on the thing already. Like she's gonna win the whole thing. I, I mean, she is, wants to have sex with her pretend. But it's mom. not her mom at all. It's not her mom. It's, it's a her fantasy mom. But she this guy wants you're a dog. Talking about a, a, a dog, and he doesn't say he wants to have sex with the dog. She Get says, out of here! You guys are insane. <laughs> he never once this said it. This is the it. freak of the week on the personal section. Wants to have sex with their pretend mom. He may just be a dog walker. Yeah, you're right. That's why he posted in professionals under men. For somewhere. Get out of here, Jeff. <laughs> did, you, did, you oh, not, did you not read the trade-off he's willing to do? That's where he got the name, Bill Cosby. That's what... Again, he, it's he a won. fetish. What? Okay, that's a taboo I, I, fetish. I, I'm going I'm to... Uh, I'm, I'm not. Go, I'm gonna go Bill Cosby, but I see where you're coming from, Jeff. Uh, you know, the one who looks closest, like my real mama, wins me. Yeah, uh, you know, she's probably the most messed up. We've had probably three. <laughs> oh, yeah. we, I, I think just, we've had three playoff rounds. Yeah. I think we've had three playoff rounds before this one. All three destroyed the mom and 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 the mama ad. I don't. You know, like I think I think it's freaky. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I think it's freaky. Oh, that's why. I mean, it here. won. It won. It's weak. I mean, it's freaky. Yeah. It's here for a reason, but. I mean, I think, I think Bill Cosby is, dog, a, is a contender. It's a dog. I, oh, no, I it's, it's a, a contender. contender. That's why it's here. Yeah. It's, I don't. I, Listen, it's not up to us. No. It's thank up God. to the people. Thank God it's not up to us. Vote. Oh, Scott, what about you? Yeah. I got to leave out the king. Almost unanimous. <laughs> I got to leave out the king. All right, uh, up to you guys. Bill Cosby, Susan Beat Anthony, Mumford and Son, or Mamma Mia. Up to you guys. Vote via Twitter. At R I Z Z show, and uh, we'll have the winner before we get out of here at ten o'clock. I want to thank Mr. Rob Durham for coming yeah, in. Hey, thank you. So you got the two books. Let's plug the two books. Yeah, around the block, okay. and don't wear shorts on stage. You have fiction or nonfiction, and I'll be at the Funny Bone tonight through Sunday night. Teachers get in free with the pass or with Which your school crap, ID. Yeah, because teachers get paid so well, you really should. <laughs> yeah, that's. What I had to put. I put all my books on sale after the show, so. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I, I appreciate that. John, thank yes. you for You're coming welcome. in, doing the Craigslist Freak of the Week thing. Thank you. Uh, oh, and, and you have a website? Yeah, robdurhamcomedy.com. Got it. John, you have a website? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm going gonna, gonna to start one today. <laughs> Sunninmybasement.com. Okay? Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, I but, can't wait till you come in next week. I hmm. But I do have to have a shout out today. Yes, of course, John. Uh, I went to Gateway Motorsports last night to mm-hmm. watch my daughter do high school drag racing. Mm-hmm. Which was different for me. I've never seen it before. It is great. If you haven't done it, do it. What? And I have to thank Paul Hagen and Chris Blair that gave oh, me complimentary tickets to get in for nothing. Nice. All right, can I give a shout out to my wife as well for listening? She's <laughs> skipping work. And uh, wow, the Eureka golf coach, she's listening. My friend Lauren. So uh, shout Hi, out guys. to her as well. Hey, uh-huh. hey guys, Jeff, you want to shout anybody out too? Uh, yeah. Nobody I know listens <laughs> to this show. All right, thanks. <laughs> well, thank you guys. The Rosito Show, crap on celebrities. All right, guys, welcome back. It's time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. It's brought to you by Lena's Pizza, St. Louis's only frozen pizza made with 100% real 
Provel Cheese. If you haven't heard, Roseanne Barr hasn't uh, taken back her apology just yet. What? Yeah, no, crazy, right? And uh, she's not willing to accept the consequences. She's blaming others, whining about people who've said worse things than her, and vowing to fight back as well. Despite promising to leave Twitter, on Tuesday she has since tweeted and or retweeted well over 200 messages in just a couple of days, which is pretty startling. Uh, General vibe here is that she did something wrong, but that she's being wronged by everyone for doing something wrong, and it actually wasn't really all that wrong. So is it Ambien's fault or not? Uh, You know what? The jury's still out on that one, but I'm thinking no. Is she she off the Ambien excuse? Listen, it's 2018. You gotta know that these things... You say something dumb on Twitter, and these things have effects on your career. And they don't go away. She's not the first one. There aren't. There, it's not going to be one of those, oh, man, you read that? That's crazy. Well, everybody back to the set. You know, that, that's, that kind of stuff doesn't happen. We shall see what the long-term effects are on her. I know that she was uh, already dropped from uh, uh, her agency, I think it was yesterday. Oh, yeah. And uh, she had one stand-up gig booked for 2018. Not that she needed the the work or whatever, but that is, she was dropped from that as well. Her agency dropped her, too. So we'll see if the uh, effects are, are long-lasting or not. That uh, director, that producer who back in the day claimed that Jerry Seinfeld stole his idea for comedians in cars getting coffee, he ain't going away. Actually, he's lawyering up in his fight against that particular show. His name is Christian Charles, and he's now hiring an attorney. He originally served as his own representation when he first sued Seinfeld. That didn't go very well back in February. No, he usually doesn't. No. Now, see, and this guy is. I'll isn't... be representing myself in court. Okay, okay. cool. Here goes. Doesn't. doesn't well, and it's this isn't just some guy trying to cash in. He thinks he has a legitimate beef here, and he actually directed Seinfeld's O2 documentary Comedian. And you remember those American Express commercials back in the day? Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess that was that the nineties that Jerry Seinfeld was in. Yeah, but you know the the American Express commercials. Memory is walking around with the car. Yeah, was that the nineties? Holy cow! Uh, anyway, he. Uh, he actually directed those as well. Yeah, this he was is a legit in on those guy. Too. I mean, this, yeah, this guy so. may have a may have a case. Yeah, so he's seeking an injunction actually to to make them stop producing comedians in cars getting coffee, which should be really really interesting. I watched the uh, Michael Richards one the it's other day. It's great, isn't it? It's fair. And the, oh my god, the you know how there's a different car for each person to kind of suit their personality. Remember what it was? Was he the van? I think it was a microbus. The microbus. It was, it was the microbus, yeah. but the trucker version of the microbus, oh, right. bus, which is even more odd. Remember they were going to go to Sugar Ray Leonard. <laughs> I still haven't seen a oh. single second of that show. It's awesome, dude. It's really good. I mean, they're like 14, 15 minutes each. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I, I hear everybody say it's great. I just have never had any interest in checking it yeah, out. It's good. It really is. Is. I mean, it's, it's conversational comedy is all it is. It's pretty much, you know, it's all off the cuff. And if you dig that. You, and you, you can know. pick and choose the comics you like. Like, uh, you know, Michael Richards, I watched. Yeah. Steve Harvey is Chris, good on Chris there. Chris Rock is fantastic. Chris Rock is Chris great Rock's on there. Really good, yeah. Sebastian Maniscalco was good on there, too. I like that guy. You remember whose house that was when yeah, Jay Moore's Michael Richards is like, hey, Sugar Ray, was it Sugar Ray Leonard? Hey, yeah, Sugar Ray Leonard's house. Kept saying, yeah. And it, it wasn't him. It was Jay Moore's house. Not that you ever saw Jay Moore, though, either. No. Pretty funny. Uh, Simon Cowell, is he a, a fan of Ameri- the new America, American Idol? Yes or no? 
I would say no. no. He certainly is not. He's obviously moved on to America's Got Talent. But uh, he says uh, about the show coming back, he says, honestly, he doesn't care. Uh, I, I'm genuinely not interested. I think when we were on it years ago, it was a fun show. It was different. It was kind of naive. Lots of surprises. He said uh, that he's just he's moved on. And he thinks, and you guys are fans of America's Got Talent, right? Yeah. Is that the one you guys watch? Mm-hmm. He says the singers, especially on there, are way better and blow away American Idol. Because uh, he's on the show. I, I was going to say, that sounds like me going, you know, I get traded from the, the Dodgers to the Cardinals, and I go, my team's much better than that team. Mm. Of course you're going to say that. You're not going to go, yeah, you're not well, the, the Dodgers is a way, well, is a way better team. Agree or disagree? Uh, I, I don't mean, watch American Idol. I, I don't. Good singers on the one you do watch, though. Okay, here's here's here we go. I don't. Are singers from America uh, from America's Got Talent good? Sure. Have a ton of singers won? No, I think maybe one or two have. I don't. When the singers come on, I, I kind of tune out. Yeah. That's when I take my bathroom break. So you're looking for the, the actual? I shouldn't say talent, but talent besides singing. Man, there was this, this one Sorry. act on uh, on America's Got Talent this week. It was some kind of aerial stunt thing. It was. I mean. That's the kind of stuff I like. The magics, the magic, and the uh, the stand up, and I like the the aerial stuff and yeah. the acrobatics. Yeah, you gotta remember, man. Uh, it's a variety there, show. There, the, yeah, there are singers everywhere, and America's Got Talent is not looking for talent. They're not looking for talented singers. They're looking for a singer that's gonna cause something viral or or go off the rails. They're looking for TV ratings. They're not Listen, looking for a singer because they know that people. I don't, tune out I don't think it was. Stuff. I don't think it was last year. Maybe it was the year before that. That young girl Grace Vanderwall won. And she was like 11 and she was a ukulele player. Had a really unique voice. Was it the best voice? No. Did she screw up a bunch? Yeah. Was she the greatest of singers? No. But guess what? She won because of her story. She was a young girl who was socially awkward, who used her songs to connect with her sister and her classmates. Yeah, and people fell girl, in love with her. Uh, the old girl went. ventriloquist won last year. Right. Oh, I remember you guys talking about her, how much you do. Oh, she was great. Yeah. Um, speaking of reality shows, you know how a lot of St. Louisans have been featured on American Idol and Road Rules and and all of those things. Beat like Shazam. Yeah, Beat Shazam. Apparently, uh, <laughs> and, well, there's a new way. Instead of St. Louis, the St. Louis area going to there, they are coming here. If you want to be, there's a casting call for people that are go- they're going to do a show down at the Lake of the Ozarks at the Party Cove. They're going to do a reality show. Is that still like a big thing, Party Cove? I, I would imagine huge. probably so. Huge. And if I heard this that is kind of went, went away, it's still, it's still, I've never been. Fourth of July weekend is the weekend to be there. At least it used to be. Anyway, so there, this is a, a new uh, a new Jer- a Jersey Shore kind of uh, style reality show set at the Lake of the Ozarks. A casting company is asking for people, obviously, 21 or older, summer vacationers, ready to, quote, hit the lake. Most interesting and craziest, hottest and loudest 21-year-olds. And I know everybody in here is going, oh, I know somebody who could have been on this show. There's about four or five people that I know that could be on be on this show. So if you want to get in on it, get your 15 minutes of fame. Partycovecasting.com is where you can apply. Partycovecasting.com. Yeah, so uh, apply while I'm uh, reading on here. And, you know, getting back to the Roseanne thing here, uh, Jimmy Kimmel is one of those people who came out and tweeted about it, and he's getting a little heat on it right now. Uh, he made fun of ABC for, for canceling the show. And this was on Tuesday night, and he tweeted on Wednesday what uh, Roseanne said is indefensible, but angrily attacking a woman who is obviously not well does not is does no good for anyone. 
please take a breath and remember that mental health issues are real. The Roseanne I know could probably use some compassion and help right now. A lot of his followers slammed him for it. Mental health is not an excuse for vile things that she says and continues even today to retweet. So Jimmy Kimmel's getting a little bit of trouble on that. Hmm. My opinion, again, man, he's a huge success. Don't screw it up by trying to even passively defend I don't think, somebody I don't like think that. Jimmy Kimmel is uh, defending her as much as like, hey, ease up a little bit. The, the woman's a mental case. So this is this is from the 495 Productions, which did the Jersey Shore. Mm-hmm. Florabama Shore and Party Down South. Wow. So this looks like to be an MTV show. Yes. Uh, now let's get to know you. Uh, they want to know your relationship, status, current living situation. How would your friends describe you? Describe your family. What's your relationship with your father? Tell us your wildest party story. Tell us your best hookup story. Describe the typical girls, guys you're in for. Sluts. What are your pickup <laughs> tactics? I said, "What up, slut?" <laughs> wow! I just got—I just got—I just got casted on the show. Yeah, guys. Like, uh, oh, you got a call back at least. Way to go, man! <laughs> what was the name of the guy? That it was an art man that used to go to. He would go to festivals and parties and things like that. It's an art I, man. What was his name? Oh. I was on like FX or or something to that effect. But he did at least one show down there at the Party Cove, and it was an S show. I mean, it was ridiculous. I don't know they're looking for uh, hairy, almost forty guys, forty Italian guys. Yeah, because... I think so. The show is called Art Man Presents. Yeah, that was it. And he would go to different things and just interview the drunken idiots. If they need a guy to yell, keep it down, kids. That's me. You got <laughs> man's persona is a straight shooting reporter who interviews colorful, sometimes drunken characters. Now you go. If you Google Art Man at Lake of the Ozarks or at Party Cove, you will see. I mean, he has more than one episode there. And I saw somebody I know on there. Really? And she was not wearing a bikini top. Really? Yes. The The funniest thing is, is you get cast on Party Cove. And all I can think of is everybody's like, all right, let's go. Time to go out. Get on the boats. Let's go. And then it just cuts away to a shot of you sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> go without me. <laughs> Uh, Courtney, <laughs> Courtney Love's ex-son-in-law. So, in other words, this is a guy that was just divorced from her her daughter, and he got the the iconic Kurt Cobain acoustic guitar. He is now saying that uh, Courtney Love and a few other tried to have him murdered over this guitar, and he's filed a complaint about it. Legal documents. This, this Isaiah is the Kurt Cobain unplugged MTV unplugged guitar. Yes. His name is Isaiah Silva, if you remember. He says Courtney Love conspired would-be criminals, including her manager. Remember who her manager is? Sam Lufty. The ex-manager of Britney Spears, if you remember. Mm -hmm. And 13 Reasons Why actor Russ Butler. Okay, so Silva claims that the gang, quote, entered into a criminal conspiracy to commit trespassing, burglary, home invasion, robbery, assault, battery, kidnapping, and murder on the morning of June 3 when they tried to take back that guitar. Silva further says... It's not your guitar. Give it back. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, legally it's his now, but I know what you're saying. Before the gang tried to force him into a Cadillac Escalade, obviously not his, Lefty, quote, grabbed his genitals, threw his pants, and said, listen, you F-word for guys who like other guys, uh, calm the F down, or we'll drag you upstairs and take turns effing you. That's what this guy is claiming Courtney Love and all of her... Her manager and this other guy did to him. 
That's where the story ends. We shall see if he's just a whack job or if that's actually this going on. This kid needs to give the guitar back. I agree. It's not yours. It should be... This thing should be in, in a museum. Honestly, yeah. if, if, if there was an instrument to, to be in the Smithsonian, I would say it, that's a top tenor. Yeah, and I Kurt read... Kurt Cobain's acoustic guitar from the MTU Unplugged. I read the other day that somebody who would know about this thing said that that thing, you know, if, if it was put up for auction, would go for well over a million dollars. Well over a million dollars. And you know this little guy is just going to do that eventually, right? Sell it? Yeah. Yeah. So this is Francis Bean Cobain's ex-husband. They were married for... Hot minute. A hot minute, and he's got that guitar. Yeah. You a-hole. And Honestly, it makes me so angry. And he must have been quite the a-hole in the divorce proceedings for her to finally just go, fine, take it. It's her fault, too, for giving it away. I guess. I guess. Uh, musical clue from Jeopardy last night. I want to see if you guys can get this. Stop it after he asked the question, obviously, Here if you go. wouldn't mind. All right. This is taking a snippet of one song and using it in another. What is sampling? Funky Drummer by James Brown is often used. Amanda. What is a sample? Yes. You got it. Look at you. Now, do you know that you know what that sample is? Uh, what was it again? Funky Drummer. Funky Drummer from James Brown. You will know it immediately. This thing has been sampled in almost 1,500 songs. We're talking hip-hop and rap the most, but oh. there is a song, I don't think, that, it's not in like regular, I don't even think it's in the computer here, but by Sublime. Hmm. So listen, go. as soon as you hear it, you're going to know it. Familiar with that? I mean, it's like generic... Early in the morning. Somebody had to do it first. It is a sublime song, but it's uh, it's Scarlet Begonias. But yeah, <laughs> rising to the street. That's it. I got it. As of uh, as of this morning, fourteen hundred and forty-six songs. Let me, right here. Wow. Yeah, let me ride by Dr. Dre. Fight the power. Public Enemy. Uh, Rebel without a pause by Public Enemy. I mean, it, the list goes on and on and on. F the Police has this in it. Mama Said Knock You Out, LL Cool J. I mean, Mama there's a ton of them. Knock you out, yeah. Scarlet Pagonias by uh, Sublime, which is one of my favorite ones by them. Funky and uh, and uh, finally, this is just ridiculous. You know the band NoFX? On Sunday. Yes. They were playing the Punk Rock Bowling and Music Festival in Las Vegas. Keep this in mind. Two of their members made themselves a little joke on stage about the massacre in Las Vegas. Listen to this. Man, I'd say getting shot in Vegas unless you're, I mean, if you're in a country band. You know, it's, I mean, that, that sucked, but at least they were country fans and not punk rock fans. Oh, that's not cool. Do you have exactly what they said? Uh, yes, they they just did a song about Muslims and they didn't get shot, or that mentions Muslims and they didn't get shot. And then the other guy said, well, at least the people that got shot were just country fans and not punk fans. Well, that band just signed their death certificate. No, their fans wouldn't care yeah, about that. That's what he does. He tries to say anything and everything. Their death certificate. Well, when was the last time you heard about No Effects? Uh, I mean, they probably. I've got some they, songs. They in, really I've got well. some songs in my okay. in my Spotify, and and I will not long. I will they no have their little. Have they have you know the the punk scene. They still probably tour and they they do well in the little scene. People aren't gonna care. I mean, you heard some groans from the crowd. It wasn't yeah. horrible, but it was, oh. That's like pretty that. gnarly. You know? It's gnarly. Yeah, and that guy, Fat Mike, does 
That's that's his. Oh, thing. that's that's the same guy that got in trouble for kicking the fan, right? Mm. Or didn't he do? No, he did a Nazi salute. Yes, yes. He did the Nazi salute at a show. Either from, way, from not great, he's not a very nice person. No, no not at all. Uh, Jeff, I don't know if you saw, and I just saw it flash up on the TV mm-hmm. here, so I guess it's kind of breaking. Uh, remember earlier this week we talked about Sesame Street was suing Happy oh, Time yeah. Fun Murders or whatever the new. Yeah, they, they new lost thing. that lawsuit. Yeah, Sesame Street threw, yeah, it yeah. threw it out. See ya. Pseudo show. All right, so we had a comedian Rob Durham in here before. He's at Funny Bone this weekend. Teachers get in for free to see him. What a nice guy. He's a, he is a teacher at Marquette. That's the guy you root for right there. Tomorrow, we have a couple more comedians coming in. Ian Bagg and Jonathan Kite. Ian Bagg's been on the show before. Jonathan Kite, you know, from Two Broke Girls. He's the Ukrainian cook from Two Broke Girls. Can't wait to meet that guy. And Saturday, they are doing this uh, one-day comedy, music, and live podcasting festival called uh, The Send-Up on Shaw. It's on the hill. There's a dozen comics, musicians, and, uh, musicians and local podcasters doing this thing. Do we have a uh, a venue for this? A Gaslight Lounge. Gaslight Lounge. Yep, starts over there, I believe, at noon. The whole the whole day, it's, it's all going. There's a lot Saturday. of comedians. Our buddy Tim Convey is going to be over there. Um, lot, lots and lots. Yeah, of lots stuff going, going on there. On. So, what time are these two coming on tomorrow? Uh, they will be here tomorrow at nine a.m. Well, I can't wait. Sweet. Is it tomorrow? Almost, man. Almost. All right, let's do some news. Oh yeah, we're gonna do some news. And your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. So the next time you're about to order some calorie bomb at a restaurant. Pay attention to how loud the music is. Because the two things might be linked. Some what? Like a, a big cal- like a big calorie meal. Okay. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. I'll, I'll call it a calorie bomb. Unhealthy food, okay? Alright. Alright. So a new study found loud music in restaurants makes us more likely to choose unhealthy menu options. And we're more likely to go with something uh, healthy like a salad when the music isn't so loud. Hmm. So researchers went to a cafe and played music at different decibel levels to see how it affected what people ordered. So either 55 decibels, which is like background chatter or the hum from a refrigerator, or 70 decibels, which is closer to a vacuum cleaner. So that's the two things they played. And when they cranked it up to 70, people were uh, 20% more likely to order something unhealthy like a burger and fries. And they did it over the course of a couple days and kept getting the same results. So the study seems pretty legit. So it was 55 decibels, background chatter, the hum from a fridge, healthy stuff. Loud, loud noises, up to 70 decibels, unhealthy stuff. I wonder if it's something with... Uh... The subconscious mind sort of feeling like you're 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 safer, like 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 a, like a blending in scenario. Well, they're saying that soft music is calming. Louder music gets us amped up, and it even it, it increases our heart rate too. Hmm. And that can an increased heart rate can 
can, our heart rate can impact our decision making. Hmm. So that's what it is. Hmm. Restaurants are all like, "Ooh, crank up the music tonight." Well, I had some fried chicken yesterday. <laughs> Listen to a little Quiet Riot. I went. I went <laughs> some fried chicken. Uh, you know, it's funny. I went in there, went, meaning to get a salad. Then I heard Rob Zombie. <laughs> I'm like, "Oof!" Oh, look at that! They're playing Dragula. I'll take three. Ah, fried chicken. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, the American Cancer Society yesterday advised that most people should start getting uh, the screening test for colon cancer at age 45 rather than 50, which has been the long recommended age. And they said that the first test doesn't the first test doesn't have to be a colonoscopy, but could be one of several others, like including uh, home stool tests. However, other expert groups, including the U.S. Preventative Services Task Force, still recommend starting at 50. Now, the American Cancer Society changed its guidelines based on a rise in colon and rectal cancer amongst younger adults. There's been a 51% increase in these cancers among adults age 50 and under since 1994. As a person who has done so many colonoscopies, I could probably do one on myself, mm-hmm. although I choose not to. The colonoscopy thing is not that big of a deal. And I know this is a cliche thing, but it's true. The prep is the worst part of it. it the, it's the, true. the other part's a nap. That's yeah. all it is. You've got to clean your system out by fasting a little bit and drinking some stuff that makes you go to the bathroom until you're cleaned out. Then you go to the place where you're getting it done and you go to sleep. And then you wake up and you go eat anything you want to. Yeah, I've had uh, I've had one done. It was super simple. Yeah, yeah again, you're right. That the worst part was the cleaning you out part. Yeah, and you have to. And the other part is trying. You know, because I'm I'm a way overdue for one right now. And the worst part you is to go together. Yeah, uh, is is trying to find somebody to drive you. You know that and that's the other. Have you had one done? No. I mean, I mean, listen, you're not close to 45, but. Um, have you had one done, Moon? Mm, I don't think so. I think really I, not I think I have my first one at age twelve, and I'm going to throw something out there that I've never told anybody. I don't think it was without anesthesia. Oh, wow, boy! Yeah. I thought he was just going to say that he liked it. I had a ciscoscopy. Didn't say and I didn't. Damn near passed out. Yeah, that's a different story. <sighs> yeah, that's up to front, man. When I and, and I don't. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> And that's up the front. And that's all you need to say about yes, that. No. Uh, yuck. You know what? Health is not yuck. That's yuck. I think this is yuck right here. I th- Listen, I think I'm about to take care of your Father's Day shopping. The people behind A1 Steak Sauce just launched a new line of candles. Yes, candles. And they smell like meat. The three cents are original meat, which smells like steak, backyard barbecue, and classic burger. And you can order them for 15 bucks each at a1meatsense.com. Not opposed. You know what? We, we, we've you had... love the smell of barbecue, right? Yeah, but does it really smell like barbecue? Uh, again, if it smells like barbecue, and they did it, and it wor- and it smells like barbecue... That's awesome. Something, and I'm talking about not like on your kitchen table, you know, with, with where you, where you're having people over. I'm talking if you want to light a, a candle in your garage because it smells like dead leaves and sticks. 
Cool. Maybe it'll smell like barbecue. I'm the guy that if I smell barbecue, I want to actually have a barbecue. I would be disappointed. I'd be like, hey, you barbecue over here? Well, you should probably hustle to make sure you get them before they sell out, and they'll go, uh, and they'll show up, you know, by Father's Day. Father's Day is coming up? Another one of these things? Oh, June 16th, 15th? 16th? It's a Sunday. 17th. 17th? I like to celebrate mine the 15th, 16th, and 17th. Sure. Because I'm that good of a dad. Number one dad, too. Got the shirt to prove it. Got the shirt and the mug. (laughs) Yeah. Celebrate your own day? Yeah, of course. You don't? Um, Somebody got me one of those uh, White Castle candles once. Supposed to smell like White Castle. Uh It doesn't. You know the candles that I usually buy to bring in here? Those mandals. Yeah. I like the barbershop one. They smell. I mean, like, there's one that smells like grandpa's tobacco pipe. There's a bunch. There's uh, woodworking that smells like fresh lumber. Yeah, but grass that's... smells like grass. It, it's different. <laughs> it's different when it comes to foodstuffs. Yeah, there is food. There's milk and tea and coffee. I don't want it to smell like milk. milk. Uh, it's war- it's warm. Milk. Oh, it's warm milk. It's called warm milk. It's kind of got a great smell to it. It's it's fantastic. Artific- Think of it. Artificial sense as far as food goes. The, the, last time I was, the last time I was at the Hobby Lobby, which is one of my favorite places, you know this, I was looking at the Mandals, and they had a couple new scents. I can't remember exactly what it was, but I remember one really turned my stomach when I smelled it. I think it was fresh rolled tobacco. Oh, no no good? It smelled like, it smelled like somebody was smoking a pipe. You don't like that smell? Uh, Not see, one I oh, like bit. I love that smell. Not like it. one bit. The only artificial... The only artificial food stuff smell I like is uh, the the vanilla aroma from the tree, the tree the the tree you put in your mirror, to okay. make your car smell. Oh, that yeah, the vanilla aroma. Mm. Instant puke for me is watermelon, like a false watermelon flavor, like the candy watermelon. Real watermelon smells great. Candy watermelon, watermelon Sa- scented things is just. I'm almost the same way with cherry. Yeah, you know why? Because they can both be so overpowering. Yeah, and those are both such faint. Smells so yeah. when you smell them for real. I like a real cherry Ooh, yeah. smell. They, so those mandos, a sweet tea. Oh, that sounds awesome. Warm milk, grandpa's leather chair. Uh, <laughs> uh, wood they have grandpa's, shop. Grandpa's lap. They do not have grandpa's <laughs> oh, lap. Man. Barbershop is the one that you really like. Barbershop or tattoo Barbershop shop. Barbershop is good. It smells so good. Grandpa's wheel, wheelchair pillow. Oh, is that oh, one? Oh. <laughs> All right, Tracy Morgan. That's a Tracy Morgan. All right, that is your news. Uh, here is uh, Patrico with sports. The Rizzuto Show. Sports. Uh, don't screw this up, Fatty. Sports brought to you by Gateway Motorsports Park. The 2018 racing season going to be bigger, better, and faster. Alex Reyes made his return yesterday. You probably didn't see it because it was on Facebook. Uh, dude was tossing fire. He was throwing 96-mile-an-hour fastballs, but then it dropped all of a sudden to 92. People got concerned. They went in. They pulled him after the fourth inning. It's all good, though. He said he was just gassed, and you know they were just taking him out of the game as a precaution. Uh, the Cardinals went on to lose to the Brewers 3-2. to two. Now they're back home to take on the Pirates. Jack Flatterty gets the start tonight. First pitch scheduled for 6-15. Listen, I'm sure he was all amped up mm-hmm. and you know tired himself out. Yeah. Listen, let's start slow. Yeah, let's, let's, let's ease in there. Uh, Missouri forward Jonte Porter has withdrawn his name for the NBA draft. He will return for a sophomore season. He announced eligibility for the draft with his brother, Michael Porter Jr. One difference, Michael hired an agent. So that means he's in. He's in for the long haul. Jonte did not, which means 
Yesterday was the cutoff for him to say that he was pulling out and going back into school, and that's exactly what he did. So we'll have to see how he goes. Uh, it looked like if he would have remained in the draft, they were saying he was going to be late round, late first round, early second round. So we'll see how his sophomore I season goes. I, I was listening to, uh, who's the guy on Channel 5? Sports guy. Right now, uh, right now. Frank Cusimano. Oh, yeah. yeah. Frank. He said it was a lot has to do with his weight, his body fat. Well, you're talking about Michael Porter Jr. The one that said they're going back to school. Oh, that's Jonte. Yeah, yeah. So that Jonte's pulling out because of his weight and going back to school. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what he said. A yeah. lot has to do with. Uh, the Washington Capitals beat the Vegas Golden Knights 3-2 last night in Vegas, even up that best-of-seven Stanley Cup Final Series, one game apiece. It was an amazing save by Capitals goalie uh, Braden Holtby. That really is the reason that Washington was able to hold on to the win. Unbelievable stick save. It was crazy. You can see clips of it online right now. Ovechkin, Orpik, and Ellers scored for the Capitals. Game three to be played Saturday in Washington. Uh, Novak Djokovic advanced with a second-round win at the French Open yesterday, joining other day four winners that include uh, Caroline Wozniacki and Americans Sloan Stevens and Madison Keys. 12-seed American Sam Query. He is out of the tournament after losing his second round match. Finally, the NBA Finals get started tonight. Golden State will host the Cavaliers. This is the fourth straight time that the two teams have met in the finals. Eighth straight time LeBron James has been in the finals. Tip-off is scheduled for 8 p.m. I'm Patrico. That's your sports and boom goes the dynamite. It's the Rizzuto Show. All right, that is it for us. Make it wait for Donnie Fandango. Let's uh, close out the votes for the Craigslist Freak of the Week first. You got it, man. No problem. <laughs> all right, here's how it all shook out. And listen, if you want to uh, hear all the ads, hit up the blog, hit up the podcast, 1057thepoint.com. And you do. Slash Riz. You do want to hear them. Holy sure this is a playoff round, guys. So these are all past champions. In fourth place, with 11% of your votes, nominee number four, Mamma Mia. That is the woman who ran away from home and she feels bad. Her mama is now passed away, but she wants to find and hook up with a mama that looks just like her. In third place, with 16% of your votes, nominee number two, Susan Beat Anthony. That is the older woman looking for a young stallion who basically she wants to beat the crap out of him. I mean, that's simple as it gets. So it was either. Bill Cosby, nominee number one. That is the guy who wanted to borrow your furry four-legger for whatever, whatever. reason. Walking. Or walking. That's it. Or was nominee number three, Mumford and Son. That is the guy and his mom who wanted to share you another fella. And moving on to the next round of the Freak of the Year playoffs. Ladies and gentlemen, with 49% of your votes, Woo. Bill Cosby. Oh, yeah. Great, I'm glad we got to hear from that guy again. <laughs> Bill Cosby, everybody. Right, sit down. Sit down, guys. I'll stop it, you guys. Sit down. He unfortunately sit down. is not here to no. accept this uh, so semifinal Jeff award. Will, Jeff will accept on his him. behalf. I'll see him at the meeting later. So. <laughs> He's already been arrested. <laughs> all right, blog and podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Thank you, King Scott, for uh, hooking it all up. Moon, real quick. What Meat, sin, and candles, freak of the week, headline, Hoosh, um... I would say a great video, but a disgusting video of a woman shamelessly shaving her legs in a hotel pool. It's causing quite a stir on the intranets, and that is on the blog. 1057thepoint.com slash that How could you forget blog. about the evangelist who wants us to give him money for a new jet? Oh, yeah. A that was a major part of the show. $58 million show. jet. Uh-huh. All that and more on the blog. 1057thepoint.com slash You said real quick. <laughs> 
Well, that was a, that was a that was a pretty big part today. Was, I mean, the whole show is highlights. It was great. The whole thing is highlights. That's You're what right. I'm saying. What am I supposed to do? Uh, Patrico, video of the day. Uh, the big uh, big guys got skills. Uh, that video theme continues. This is two ginormous men doing acrobatic stuff. It's mesmerizing to watch. Check it out for yourself, 1057thepoint.com. I can't believe they do that. All right, tomorrow on the show, real fake results. Comedian Ian Bag and uh, Jonathan Kite, they will be here tomorrow. Uh, we'll blow out the rest of our prizes, uh, Friday fail stories, and a whole lot more tomorrow on the Big Friday show. All right, we leave you with a selection from our team Riz member today. Oh, I got to uh, shout you out, Jeff, for your gigs. Uh, Jeff, tomorrow, Metro PCS Belleville from 1 to 3. And Saturday, you're a Travers RV in Eureka from uh, noon to 2. Big summer show tickets of both of those, yes. All right, uh, Ben Kilper from Rolla is our team Riz member. Yeah, ben, ben, you've been great. Ben. You've been fantastic. And uh, Ben wants to hear the revivalist, so I guess we have to. <laughs> All right. <laughs>